and we are live hey concrete hey danny girl what's good with you honey it's going up on a wednesday girl what's going on it is it is it is it's hump day child honey what's been going on girl it's so much going on honey uh, I feel like it's so much going on, but everything's been everything with me. It's been real chill, just the way I like it. Um, but yeah, everything is everything. Uh, no complaints over here. What about with you? Same old, same old, same ish, different day, you know. Mm -hmm. um, just looking and um, gallivanting around these YouTube streets, honey. Seeing what's the tea, honey. It's just been uh, smut. And trash going on around here, child. So you know, I'm I'm in the loop, honey. Just watching. Uh. Mm -hmm. So we ain't been in the smut in in for once, right? <laughs> Oh, okay. Girl, now, now, now. Okay. That being said, that being said, child. You know, BGS uh, had to get uh, all them them Negroes together, honey, because you know they be mad as hell. Every time we interview BGS, now I would say that I thought that the interview was really good. I really enjoyed the interview as an interviewer and, you know, even as a spectator, I thought it was a good show. Um, it was so many people in his comments. Oh, I couldn't watch it. I don't see how you can trust black women. Oh my God. I, I, they don't believe in the black man and they don't believe in the plight of the black man. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, God damn. I be like, if you nice, if you cool, if you chill, if you funny, then um, I noticed that we're being penalized for having a, a, having a rapport. So that being said, mm -hmm. you know, we like to talk shit to our audience. Our audience talks shit back to us. We do. Oh, y'all are not being gentle enough. The Becky, she's nice to black men. And when she's nice to black men, she actually means that. But y'all mm -hmm. like to joke and talk shit to us. And but but y'all mean, but y'all nice too. Cause I be like when we cooking dinner, when we serving your ass, and if you ain't doing that shit with a smile on your face, that's what the fucking mm -hmm. problem is. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I'm tired. Um you know what it is? Um, we're not gentle parenting. We're not we're not gentle, we're not gentle content creating. <laughs> and that's the problem. Like I um, you know, respect the fact that I respect the fact that black men have an opinion and you know they that that our style of our banter is reminiscent of something that they've experienced throughout their life that may be a little bit triggering for them. But what I don't like is the victim mentality as if we are, first of all, up here berating black men. Like we come up here every show going in on them, disrespecting them, like cursing them, calling them out of their name. It is very light banter on a scale of one to 10. I would give it a three. And it's not even something we do on every show or on most shows. It's something that we do from time to time. And it is something that is a response to because they talk ish to us on. Like, I don't know. 
a content creator that will permit people in their chat to talk ish to them like like we do like i don't know anybody who would allow people to talk bad about them talk about you know keep dragging them because of their past talk about their family like i don't know other content creators that will permit it and we like take it on the chin, but we also Jones back or have a light banter back with our audience. And that's problematic. And I don't get that because, you know, I respect the fact that it's triggering, especially now that I've been made aware, but it's like, they acting like we attack them. Like we send G like we go in on black men and we over here beating them up every day, every show. That's not the case. And it's, it's being blown out of proportion at this point and completely over-exaggerated. Girl, some people have compared us to Sinjini. Don't do it. <laughs> Please. Like, you're kidding. Like, stop it. Have compared us to Sinji, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, she can say some real damning stuff. Some real, real damning stuff. And I think we talk about our truths as we see it, as we see fit as we see a community, um, as we see issues from the black manosphere, as we've seen issues from the divestors, um, we speak on the culture, we speak on what's going on. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, damn. So if if we talk about it, and I, I've had somebody call me and it's like, girl, you are so harsh, you are so harsh. And so I, I, I've decided, I've decided that I'm gonna baby y'all. I know. Come to mama. Come to mama. Parent. I got my boobs sitting up. So I'm going <laughs> to hold y'all's head in my, in my bosom. And I'm going to tell y'all everything is going to be okay. Because I didn't realize I was whipping y'all ass like that. I didn't realize oh, I was. Man. So, Listen, uh, you know, I'm going I'm to go to gentle parenting. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, the crazy thing is, Kid Clouds, you need to stop. Because you pop your ish every show. Stop every. it. Every Sure. Like stop playing, Andy. Like come on, like y'all. Yeah, see y'all, y'all gassing it now at this point. And the thing is, <laughs> um, that nigga said he is, always needed a mammy. <laughs> like, we've we openly know. spoken out against things that Cynthia G has said. Like we've openly been like that is completely offensive to ever say that. Like and been extremely sincere in our response. Like. So that comparison is completely unfair and uncalled for. This is what I'm saying. Like this, this type of stuff is, um, is disheartening because people who, you know, as to women who do stand in the gap for black men and who going to always ride for black men, we may not always agree with everything black men say. We may have opposing opinions to some of the stuff that black men say, but to like try to gaslight us into trying to villainize us because we have a playful banter with black men that some don't like, that's just wrong. It's wrong. Horribly wrong. Yeah horribly wrong but um yeah every time you turn around honey oh look what they did and i can't believe yeah. we're doing that and you guys are nice and i i, I be kind of offended by that because i'd be like well shit what y'all think y'all be on yeah child um hold on let me upload this damn thumbnail child this uh picture child because i want to talk about this everybody in the chat talking about it so why shouldn't we um girl girl i don't know if you were watching but 
Um, there was a stream done last night featuring um, Melanie King and uh, mediocre tutorials and reviews. Chow. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Girl, you missed a an interesting um, exchange, um, to say the least. So, um, Melanie then got they were having a little drinking game, and they were sitting around, ha ha, kikiing it up. Mm-hmm. This was them, but uh, baby, Melanie was all over mediocre and tutorials and reviews. Oh. Um, she was uh. You know, she reaching over him, um, talking about he need a stripper pole. She talking about he like girth. Sounded like Uh you a little bit, but um, uh, uh, no, you don't, no, you don't, no, 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 no. (laughs) To Uh be honest, she came across as very thirsty. She mm-hmm. came across as very mm-hmm. thirsty, almost begging this man to D her down, child. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, not the Miss Holier than thou telling wow. people about uh talking about she wish she had a stripper pole. Then child, uh uh-uh. uh. So the conversation had ended up going to Kevin Samuels, right? Mm-hmm. Girl, she got big. Crocodile tears, child. We ain't seen a tear from the internet. I, 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 I haven't seen anybody cry uh, since, and, mm-hmm. and she wasn't crying either, child. We ain't seen no damn tears. And then she, she did a little twerk. She was over there twerking, girl. Oh, okay. Melanie, you almost middle aged sis. Why are you out here twerking <laughs> and, and, and trying to tell young girls about being a hoe and calling girls hoes and they hoes and you you out there, you over there twerking. You ain't you ain't got over here do a little move talking about you gotta twerk it out because Kevin didn't pass away and you you couldn't see oh. Kevin in a cat child twerking for Kevin, honey. Oh, twerking for Kevin? twerking for Kevin that's what she she got to twerk it out because she was so sad and she had to twerk it out and and I'm like when they talk about women grifting which has been the biggest thing in the space now oh Mm -hmm. all these bitches are over here grifting on fair messages all these bitches are grifting they don't really believe this is the shit that we be talking about this is the shit what you twerking for you all over this man you drinking you (laughs) Extra flirtatious. The more liquor she drank, the flirtier she got. Child, wow. Like, mm. Maybe she mm. was trying to show that she she got the Meg the Stallion needs at her age. No, baby, it was a weak twerk, honey. It was a weak twerk. It was a weak twerk. I tried. It was. It was. It was extra white girlish. It was a silk bag, oh, honey. Well, it was no okay. ass movement, honey. It was. Okay. It was a sweet uh, twerk, honey. Okay. It, it, it needed some shaking up, honey. It needed a tapping on uh, the ass, and then MTR, MTR knocking these hoes. I ain't gonna call him a whole child. But he knocking these hoes down because it looked like he had got Melly Monaco and they had went out of town and they was in Jamaica. And now he up here with Melanie King, baby. You, you think okay. like, and now they said MTR. Now he said he said he only got one nut. That one nut must be be per- 
it must be productive. It's a productive okay. nut. <laughs> it's a productive nut. That one nut Child. is productive, honey. It's doing what needs to be done. Uh, you only need one. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I thought you needed two. Like two to get schools. the job done. Child, apparently you only need one nut. He is a one nut wonder, honey. The one nut mm-hmm. wonder is has struck again. And he like Winston with- said, she just had a little too much to drink. Let her live. Let her live. It happens. I happens mean, to the best of them. But when she was kind of tipsy and cussed that uh cussed that Asian man out, I thought she had had enough. Listen, and they went in. Black men went in about that. Oh, they was mad, but uh you know they they be mad on one day and then donating the next child. We we see how nah. it go. But honey, she was True. on there uh, throwing that thing. She was like, "Here, catch!" And his dumb ass. What, yeah. Oh my god. You know, I really just want to get to know you better. I, you know, I really want to just get to know you. I don't really. They said he ain't trying to get thrown off his purpose. That man on his square. He on his square. He 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 ain't trying to do nothing to jeopardize that. Ain't no. Twerking, ain't no cheeks gonna throw him he off. He tried his to open up a Bible on him. <laughs> <laughs> he started reading the scripture. <laughs> he was like Genesis wow. chapter four, verse two. <laughs> <laughs> they said she was off that hand dog, baby. That hand do make you see, and I heard. You so. know what? She might have been off the hand dog for <laughs> show. Melly girl, girl. <laughs> Don't have to stick to the white Melly because you, mm-hmm. can't, Melanie, you can't be over there drinking a goddamn Hennessy over there trying to throw these perks out. <laughs> that Hennessy is dangerous. It baby, is. Baby, nah, she couldn't have been drinking Hennessy. Hennessy makes your ass a little bit looser, honey. Because when she oh, it loosen you up, baby. I ain't seen nothing but shoulders moving. Oh, nothing but shoulders, honey. Yeah. And now, uh, Miss Melanie, if you gonna twerk, baby, you gonna have to commit. Don't don't throw out a weak twerk, honey. That's embarrassing. Don't do that. Mm-mm. It was a weak ass twerk, honey. I just, I was kind of mad, but uh, shout out to D Mac the trucker. He says she twerking for the dead homie, huh? <laughs> Shout out to Azriel, first of his name. He says, busted wide open for a high value man, fit, feminine, and thirsty. He said, six footer was about to pull up for a special guest appearance with the pole installation. You need your ass beat. <laughs> Listen. I'm I'm I, I've been seeing all of this stuff going on with um six the goddess child. Baby, it's some me and mad with six. It's some me and mad with six, but why they I, mad at sis? Girl, I've been trying to get the story. I've been trying to get the story. I heard MTR didn't denounced her. You know, they 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 saying that um they was calling now Melanie knows she be throwing out like shade and shit because she says something about a uh, grifter and um some you know and I, I you know she was referring to six but I'm sitting there and I'm like Melanie the way you was trying to throw that cat at MTR baby I don't know if you should be talking about six the goddess I don't know I don't I personally 
if I was sitting around trying to throw cat at somebody, I probably, especially on the on a stream, I probably wouldn't be talking about somebody being a hoe, this, that, and the third. But that's just me. But um, they matter six. Six got something going on with this guy named Nathan Daly, and they have been in conflict. But somebody said that six made fun. Nathan's a cop, but they said that six made fun of Nathan um, in an incident um, concerning a police child, and they didn't find it funny. So they was like F six, but you know how the space goes, girl. It'd be F you, and then you end up with a million views, and then they back. You know, just like how they did Kevin. Yeah. Like every yeah. time you turn around. For sure. Oh, we're not fucking with Kevin as soon as Kevin hit. Oh, yeah, man. Kevin always said, you know, Kevin were right. And so that's how, how I think it's going to play out, though. Mm. Shout out to uh, Eisen Sama. He said, boy, shit. She was talking to that nigga like they had been in a relationship for 10 plus years. Uh, uh, asking if he was ashamed of her. Laughing my oh. ass off. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Ooh. Mm. uh shout out to full circle essentials concrete art and sister george don't forget she said she doesn't have to take a shower for a week oh she was ready to get rid of them cob webs oh not for a week that's that's that that's that palm color people stuff come on now we don't do that I don't think it um I think Melanie uh is getting that box knocked off, honey. I've been seeing the outfits and you know, I've I I watch and I be looking and I'm like, oh no, child, I I I, I yeah, don't think Melanie, she's lacking in the D department. Melanie is getting it. She um she fits the aesthetic. She may be, you know, uh beyond the wall, but she fits the aesthetic. I'm I'm sure yeah. she does. No, she looks great. She's a, a, yeah, a, a pretty woman. She's a for sure, woman. no doubt. Surgery include who cares? You know, yeah, she looks um, good. Yeah, so I, I just thought that that was interesting, girl. I was like, yeah. oh honey. You just throwing it out there, Miss Melanie. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I'm wondering. I'm I'm really wondering that they screw at the end of the night, girl. That had to be the easiest cooch that MTR probably could have ever got. Because then she was talking about she was trolling. He was trying to get her ass to drink up, and then she was like, "Oh uh -uh. my god, she ain't want nothing to drink." I guess she wanted to remember the night, honey. That's what <laughs> like. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm sure. Never mind. I don't know, child. Uh, shout out to Beretta Nine. He says her makeup and surgery showed up in high resolution. Mm -hmm. Surgery, no surgery. Most guys would go. Ninety nine point nine percent of men would probably go, and that's just yeah. what it is. So they don't care nothing about that. Facts. Not a not a. Um, so I gotta. Yeah. I did have something I wanted to ask you about, child. It's playing out right now, and I got to get to this, child. Right now, uh -huh. as we speak, it's playing out. Say what she was. Oh, <laughs> here they go. So I don't know if you're aware, because it's like, well, I keep looking at my phone, baby, because it's playing out right now. But Bambi is going what back is and forth. Child, Bambi going back and forth with Imani, who is Scrappy's daughter. So Bambi and Scrappy are in the midst of a divorce. But anyway, so she put on blast that 
Imani, that she doesn't like Erica because Imani used to come to their house and say Erica was putting her hands on her and she is outing a bunch of stuff and saying that, you know, Imani said Erica was, you know, sleeping with all different kind of men and, you know, that she was just outing all kind of personal business. And Imani is responding, going at her saying, you don't take good care of your kids and yada, yada, yada. So it's real messy on the blogs right now with their family drama. And um, Bambi has released audio where she's taping um, a, a conversation with Scrappy about his mom, about trying to get him to confess to all of these things with Imani, who is 18, his 18-year-old daughter, you know, she has three kids by Scrappy that she had, like, quick boom, 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 back to back by him. And anyways, I say all that to say it's real messy. But I wanted to know from you, how do, do you think that a woman who steps up to the role of stepmother for, for a young boy or young girl when things go awry that is okay for her, even in the heat of a divorce, to reveal stuff that was told to her in confidence or, you know, when the relationship with her stepchild uh, was intact in, in, in public? Because I think that's so wrong. <laughs> Um, I think it is absolutely wrong. Um, you have so many women who are content with being on the same level as a child that you feel like you, this is the thing. And this is the shit that we learned while growing up. <laughs> Older women were an authority, not our mm -hmm. equals. Mm -hmm. Nowadays you got the bitches trying to look like young girls. So you trying to be equal to the young girls. And so then the young girls talking to your ass, like you young, what have you and with bam i think bam is very very hella immature she's hella immature mm -hmm. why are you arguing with this fucking child this is supposed to be your stepdaughter why are you arguing with this child on social media why every time y'all get into it especially with bam all they shit play out on social media yeah that shit is disgusting like <sighs> ew Listen, mm -mm. I think that's the wackest thing that a person could do. Like, real talk, if I see you doing that, like, I'm going to be like, oh, you move funny. Like, I'm going to be side-eyeing the hell out of you. How do you do that to somebody who trusted you? She like, you was around her since she was seven, eight years old for 10, 11 years. And, you know, par parents, you know, who like Erica, maybe she did do all of these things. But literally, she comes to her dad's house crying emotional because her mama put her hands on her, whatever, revealing things that are private, personal, and you go to the internet because you mad at her mama. Tell, this ain't got nothing to do with her mama. Telling things that she told in privacy to her dad in, you know, in the in the confines of what she thought would be a safe space. You wrong, you trifling, you low count, you immature. That's some whack ish to me. Like I don't like that. This is why like girls feel like they don't they can't trust older women now because it's a steady competition. You will throw stuff back in their face, you will use it to um wield your power against them and to to um you know um get back at, at someone else who has nothing to do with th their pride your 
the private conversation that they have with you or, you know, their loved ones or whatever have you, I think that that is so whack. Like, it this is, is foolishness. And Grow then you recording conversations. Like, I know divorces are messy. I right. get it. Like, but that's still the father of your children. You will still have to maintain a relationship with him. You got three kids by him that you had back to back. Like, why would you be recording conversations with him and putting it out to the internet to prove a point, though, about his daughter? The f- girl. That part. That part. <sighs> But mm. then, um, you know, and I used to be sitting around thinking that Bam was probably going to be one of the cool baby mamas. But then I'm going to also put the onus on Scrappy. Scrappy has does not have a lick of control of the bitches mm-hmm. that he fucks with. No control. And it it is a statement of his manhood when every time you turn around, all the women that you've been involved with are steady running to the internet, airing y'all's asses out. Yeah. And you it, it says that you can't tell them shit. And I'm trying to figure out like what's the pro like what's going on with Scrappy. I think Scrappy mm-hmm. kind of gets whooped and don't check nobody and be sitting there crying to his mama. Cause mama D ain't gonna do nothing but hold them in their bosom and cuss holes out for them <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But I I I just Somebody should have taught Scrappy some lessons in manhood because I've never seen a guy with his shit together have holes just steadily coming um, to the neck complaining about this, that, and the third. But then, too, what I also think, I think Scrappy kind of gets a kick out of it. I think Mm. you have some men that kind of get a kick out of girls coming to the internet and fighting over you. that probably i'm probably more correct with him getting a kick out of it because every time you turn around like god damn like what what's tea it's too much yeah um and that's very possible but i do know that um you know he loves his daughter like dearly like adores her or whatever so like nobody want to see their child hurt like that's that's some whackness and i just like i said i think that you know she she whack for that and just very immature but i just had to ask you about that because i'm like they going ham about this so i just wanted to know what your thoughts were on it child yes 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 girl no um it's too much and it's too dramatic and i'm tired of seeing them specifically every time you turn around i'm trying i'm tired of seeing them um right on social media yeah, that shit is whack messy Mm-mm. okay one more thing that i wanted to ask you about y'all one more thing so i don't know if you are aware but it has been going up in Chicago, even in LA too. Like they have been tearing up Walmarts this past weekend. It was hundreds of teens in downtown Chicago. They busting out the windows to buses, climbing on top of them, beating up people, tearing up the entire, like all downtown Chicago, like going ham, tearing stuff up, just acting a fool, looting Walmarts because, you know, several Walmarts are leaving like Chicago and the surrounding cities because of, you know, they said that they're losing too much money 
because of theft and you know they're not making money and so they took it upon themselves to loot the walmarts and just clean them completely out just acting a plum damn fool you know they're literally responsible for taking out you know one of the only grocery stores in what is known to be like food deserts in many of these areas where there's not another grocery store for miles there's elderly people in these communities who won't be able to get to a grocery store easily or get their prescriptions easily and it is just absolute mayhem and i wanted to know if you heard about this and if so child what are your thoughts girl so there was a clip that i was supposed to be trying to bring up and my <laughs> god i didn't even save it but there was a group of black boys who attacked this white woman mm-hmm. and was stomping her beating her down I don't know why they attacked her, but the optics of that shit looked like it's scary. It is scary. Like the optics of that just was, it was so disheartening because they attacked this woman like a bunch of black boys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had, um, I, I, I was reading the comments and you had people in the comments saying that, um, this situation happened to black people when black people were trying to go to school and you had Mm -hmm. um white people spitting on them and beating them up and shit like that so nobody should be saying anything when it comes down to um this white woman but i just as a fucking human being and if i've never done anything to anybody and somebody attacks me just for the sake of attacking me if they'll attack her, they'll attack you. And oh yeah. Absolutely. It was yeah. it was fucking scary. Like mm-hmm. it's scary. They had no regard for no one. Like absolutely it's, no and these were teenagers. These were teenagers. Listen, when I say I was sick on my stomach, like I was literally sick on my stomach and I you know I, I think that um, some atrocious things happen to black people by the hands of white people when we got here. Some atrocious yeah. things. Um, this ain't it though. That that, no that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it There's at all. No, that shit was, that no. shit was disgust. That was disgusting. That ain't no experience. Scary for that type of behavior, what they were doing. Not only that, there was three teenagers who lost their lives. So y'all putting y'all lives at risk, hurting other people, literally acting a plum fool, running all over the city. Where y'all mamas and daddies at? That's what the hell I want. Matter of fact, matter of fact, the mothers and fathers should be charged, but this is the problem. This is where they run into a problem at though. So these Mm -hmm. women probably have multiple children multiple children and you'll have your your oldest and whoever out in the streets doing a doing god knows what and then they go into a system and the system ends up uh this is what the system produces these are the criminals that the system produces if they going into foster care hell they might as well be at home um going into foster care because the foster care system fucking sucks girl i when i say my heart was so broken Girl. My heart was so broken seeing that. 
And I'm like, I, it's, it's not, you can't justify shit like that. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't justify shit like that. I don't even, I don't even know what to say, but y'all can get ready for martial law. Y'all mm. can get ready for them fucking curfews. That's about to come mm. down the line. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and that's and, the thing. They were enforcing a curfew. They were enforcing a curfew and they basically was like F the curfew and acted a donkey. They acted a plum fool, destroying all type of property. Literally acted. They ran roughshod through the entire city, cutting the hell up. Like, then, that that was that have was you ever sad done, to me. Have you ever done any um research on like mob mentality or like mo- basically not extensively? I've read on it just small um past passages, but not ex- no. I won't say that I've read extensively on it, but I remember like reading stuff about mob mentality, and then if you separated the mob. If you separated the leader, then most people are going to do the right things and shit like mm-hmm. that. The fact that it was so many, nobody had a voice of reason. They are angry. Mm-hmm. They are angry. They're real angry. It was so like, to me, it seemed like they got a thrill out of it. Like, and yeah. I've seen so many videos and it was like, they. so they've been doing this in LA too. So I guess in LA and I think it's, I don't know if it's in Compton, or in South Central, they take over and um, they do these takeovers like the Kia Boys and it's a bunch yeah. of other games and they're running up in gas stations and they're like, they're laughing, they're smart, like they, they're getting a thrill out of it. They think it's fun. It's like an adrenaline rush. And that's the dangerous thing about it. They think this is a game. They think this is fun. But then, you know, and I don't want anything to happen to a child, but when something happens, we got to go out and protest. Like, why the hell, why you, why that Quan wasn't in the house with you, Keisha? But do you have the clip of the teacher that went viral? Yeah. You ready to move into that? Yeah, it's time because this is uh, Mm -hmm. getting down to the youth um, and things that are bred from our society um but i definitely wanted to talk to talk about this yeah um, let's go into it so i had to shorten the clip uh because her her whole tale is up yeah so it's a it's a short (laughs) shortened clip yeah So, uh, context, a little bit of context. For anybody who is not aware, this happened a couple days ago in a school in Texas. Um, young girl, uh, they were during, this was during a period where the teacher took every, collected every, this is a substitute. She collected everybody's phones and this is not unusual, I guess, during this period, whatever it was. And she gave everybody their phones back except this young girl. And she says she, 
they said she didn't give the young girl's phone back because she was talking or being disrespectful or something. And so the young girl went behind the desk to try to get her phone back from her. And of course, an argument ensued and the teacher is telling her, you know, get out of my face and telling her, you know, to back up and that she was, I think she grabbed another phone or was about to call for assistance and she was telling the girl to get back. And so the girl attempted to swing first. And then of course, then you see the fight ensue, but it's, started over the teacher not giving her her phone back after that you know she collected all the phones and handed everybody else their phone back and the girl is saying you know other people were talking too you gave them their phone back that's not fair and you know then you see what the video that just unfolded then you see the events that just unfolded um what are your initial thoughts but because i've been arguing about this for multiple days so i i want to know from you what, what what were your thoughts um I I think that parents need to get a hold of their children as it pertains to authority. Um you have people that are allowed to be substitute teachers. I think they just check to see if you got $5 in your pocket and then be like, "Yeah, you can be a substitute teacher." Um so there is not going to be a lot of standards. You have a met, you have a teacher talk where they're talking about how all of these teachers have. Um, oh shit! Hold on, girl. My um, battery's about to die. Um, you're right about the uh, substitutes. A lot of uh, districts have uh, relaxed, relaxed, uh, relaxed their um, requirements for substitutes, and yeah. they're letting. Uh, all anyone who's certified to be a um, public school staff, whether it's a cafeteria worker, a janitorial yeah. staff, and or if you have any prior military experience, they have completely loosened their requirements for substitutes. So you're right about that. So then you get a woman and you're getting people nowadays who you've seen the lady who uh, had the fight club thing going on in Florida where she was actually having the kids fight and um, doing shit with that. Now you have this teacher who your daughter bowled up to this teacher. And so you had so many people saying that she was a grown woman. That's not the way a teacher is supposed to handle it. And we've all had classes to where we had that teacher that didn't play no games. That wasn't going to play with you. You came in and did what the hell you were supposed to do, but she didn't really have to raise her voice too much, but she carried such a presence that told you, you weren't going to bow up at her. And we, I think we've all had a teacher like that to where you could show your ass uh, down the hall. Cause even if you was in the vicinity of our classrooms, if you were showing your ass, she would come into the classroom and give you that look like if you don't sit your ass down, it's going to be hell to pay. And people minded, did what they were told with those types of teachers, those types of teachers that's they're almost gone. It's almost over for those types of people. Um, you have so many women or teachers because it's a woman's profession that have complained about how people are not raising their children at home and are expecting teachers to not only teach them, but to be a babysitter, to be a caregiver, to be a psychiatrist. Um, and you're expecting them to do this on little on a little money. I 
would break my fucking son's neck um if he showed his ass like that first of all we talk about bowing up at the teacher and letting adults handle adults um but when it came down to the teacher you know i get that she's an adult and that she probably could have handled it a different way but people have to realize everybody ain't gonna play with your kids everybody ain't gonna be nice and gentle and especially if your child decides to put themselves in an adult's place adult shit happens that's why she got her ass whooped um i felt bad for everybody involved but clearly um you know it's almost like fuck authority nobody believes in authority no more they ain't scared like you know how we used to be scared to do some shit at school they don't have that type of fear so i don't know what are your thoughts um i have a different opinion um i, I think that the teacher was completely wrong um if I, I think that the girl was wrong like no doubt about it but let me handle my child um to pound my daughter head into the the, the flow like you pounding ground beef that ain't gonna work for me it's not just not um i expect a teacher the adult the responsible person in the room the person managing the classroom the person that's responsible for all the young adult people the young people in the classroom to exercise restraint i don't expect you to get beat on to allow a child to beat you i you know i understand that in many states that you can't put a child in restraints or, you know, a physical restraint, but I don't expect you to pound my child head into the ground and mushing her face into the ground, holding her face down into the ground while you sitting your hundred and yourself on her and you're 150 pounds bigger than her. I expect you to conduct yourself like a consummate professional. I know my tolerance level and I know that I can't deal with kids, but that's why I also don't work in an environment where I will be expected to manage children because I know how their attitudes are literally the teacher was getting aggressive through the gate she like what you know and i feel like that type of energy like is i feel like the behavior that the teacher exhibited is what breeds keisha's i feel like the behavior that the teacher exhibited with this child the child was wrong i'm not even arguing about that she was wrong she needed to be disciplined she needed to be checked she needed to be expelled to never return to the school i'm not arguing about any of that but i still feel that the teacher's conduct was completely wrong i feel like you um lo she lost complete control of the classroom you lowered yourself and put yourself on the same level as the children in the classroom how do you come back from that how do you come back from lowering yourself and wallowing in the mud and, and you know with your tail in the air you know fighting with a child pounding her into the ground like i just felt like the way she handled it was completely unprofessional as she became unhinged she acted like she was fighting somebody in the streets that is the type of street fight that you will fi find if you google black women street fighting on youtube and i felt like she lost her cool and became unhinged and as a teacher a person responsible for the classroom you have to maintain your cool you're supposed to that is part of your responsibility i would say i would go as far as to say if you're really dealing with teachers um as opposed to a substitute um so 
if you don't have a whole lot of requirements for people to be able to come into a classroom and train kids or deal with kids and teach kids, and you're letting damn near anybody off the street, especially when it comes down to inner city children, we used to show our ass when substitute teachers came. Girl, baby, there was this guy that I went to school with and we had a substitute teacher for almost a month. And they gave that substitute teacher hell. They were switching seats. They were switching names, telling the man that this was their name when it wasn't. Um, throwing spitballs on the man, leaving class whenever, playing music on. Uh, no, we had the pagers back then on our little two-way pagers and shit. Um, it was all uh, rolling dice in the classrooms. It was all kinds of shit going on in school when a substitute teacher came. So then when it comes down to actually removing cell phones and taking cell phones, she even took the cell phone. Um, I, I, I don't know because then at the same time, who is going to teach these children or how do you teach these children if you play stupid games, you win stupid plot prizes. You want to act like an adult I'm going to treat you like an adult who was teaching these kids that. And then, you know, everybody said, you know, the teacher was wrong. The teacher was wrong, but everybody is not going to play with your child. No, we're not, we're, we're beyond that. People are looking like if your child decides that they want to be grown today. And then we've seen viral clip after viral clip. We didn't see teachers get their ass beat. We didn't see teachers um, go through a whole bunch of shit with for nothing for, because your child is undisciplined. So if you got teachers nowadays that saying, no, nah, you, you ain't about to go viral for whooping my ass. I'm going to whoop your ass right here because you wanted to be grown. I'm going to show you what a grown woman do. And to be honest with you, if somebody had been whooping that little girl ass at home and had some discipline for her at home, maybe not an ass whooping, but showing some type of discipline at home, she wouldn't have ended up in that situation in the first place. The best kids act the fool when a sub come around. We even we get that. But my child don't have chances like that. My child can't come and show his ass and think shit going to be sweet. Um, And then... I don't necessarily think the woman, um, I don't know, concrete. I think I disagree with you on that. I, I, I'm just saying because that yeah, child I said was we're old on enough two to different nobody. Sides yeah. On this yeah. argument. I, I already know that. Um, I think you're like probably a bit more old fashioned when it comes to those types of things than I am. But, um, I also like, even when you said like, we didn't do certain things growing up, like I've only ever gotten one whipping in my life from my mom and my dad has oh. never whooped me. I've literally had one and it was because I scratched my sister and left a mark in her face and she still has it to this day. And I deserve that. We was in my mama Thunderbird. I remember it in front of my granny house. Literally, I deserved it. Like I didn't get whoopings growing up. Like I didn't, but you know, I wasn't a horrible kid, but like I, I didn't get whoopings. Like, but at the same time, I, I just I I'm wish really... that was my story, child. <laughs> like, I wish I, that was you know, my story. Like, I, you know, I, I'm a very strong advocate for children. And I literally feel like as the as the adult 
that you have a higher standard to operate by. Just like we expect police to operate by a higher standard, like we literally, we like if this same thing happened, we understand that police can do something that is called excessive force. And we understand that there is a line that police can cross, but why do we not understand and employ that same thing in this instance where a substitute beat a child and was punching her in the face and pounding her head into the ground? There is a line that can be crossed. And I looked it up and Texas does it. They no longer require you to be certified as a substitute, but they do still uh, give you substitute teacher training. And we don't know what this child had going on at home. I remember a few years back, there was a police officer who drugged this girl out of her seat because I she remember. didn't want to let go of her cell phone. And come yeah. to find out the, the girl had lost both of her parents and was in foster care and lost a grandparent and was going through all kinds of stuff. Like, we just like we have bad days and are yeah. feeling awful and can't regulate our emotions, these kids go through stuff too. And we like we we're expecting them to operate at the same standard or above us. That is completely unfair. These are children. I hear conscious parenting, conscious parenting, conscious parenting being preached by black people all day long, but that go out the window and she are equal and when we ready to square up on somebody because she got out of her body. Like this is still a child. You like, I've been a child. I was a mouthy child. I had a slick mouth. I wanted to always get the last word. And I wanted somebody to have grace with me. And so as a result, I have grace with children. I also, prior to me living in Georgia, worked at an ICFMR facility with neurodivergent um, combative children for eight years. I was a supervisor. We literally had a restraint policy on each and every one of those children because they bit, they scratched, they punched, they did all of those things, and we had an in-house um, educational program. We had it. Am I Morgan? No. Oh, I thought I was because my alarm is going off. We had an in-house educational program. So as a result, I understand that you have, like, I, I worked with kids that that was part of their behavior, that they bit, they exhibited behaviors. And so, like, I knew you had to operate, you know, like, I knew I couldn't hit them back, that that was part of their behavior. But so I'm, I'm tolerant. I understand that kids go through things. We don't know what's going on in their mental to set them off. So I am a little bit more patient and I am a little bit... I I try to be a little bit more understanding, not all the time, but I know that that's why I'm not going to put myself in a capacity where that's my every day. I totally get where you're coming from with that, but I can imagine that the teacher didn't have the, um, did probably didn't have the intent on going to school that day and getting somebody and whooping somebody's ass. Then when it comes down to dealing with rowdy children, um, I think it's a lot easier said than done. You know, we can sit here and say, because I don't have the capacity to deal with a bunch of kids, especially a bunch of badass kids. Um, I, I just, I can't, I can't. But when you enter a situation like that, we're expecting humans not to necessarily human. Um, when it comes down to a, a teacher and you're dealing with a girl and she's got this smart ass mouth and she's steady walking up on you even after you didn't told her to sit down and to hold up or don't hit me and she's still still coming for you i'm not gonna sit here and say that i necessarily um blame the teacher 
to a certain to a certain degree i i, I get what you're saying about them being um should be them having restraint and not being on the same level as a child but then when it comes down to a situation after i done told your little ass to go ahead and sit down and i already told you and i done gave you fair warning like go ahead and sit down don't put your hands on me and you steady coming i'm a ragtag your ass too i'm a ragtag your ass and be calling the goddamn police um while i'm at it and and be done with it but that's why I don't deal with kids. And then even when it comes down to my own kids, I'll give you a situation that happened, child. Solomon had um went to school the, and I was picking him up from the bus stop. So the bus driver motions to me to come over, right, from the car. <coughs> Excuse me. So I go up to the bus driver and I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, um, yeah, your son got into a water fight on the back of the bus. And I'm like, a water fight? She was like, yeah, him and a um, boy was throwing water and shit around on the bus. And so I'm looking at Solomon like, I know you done lost your fucking mind. Like, I, I know you know better. Like, I know you done lost your mind. Like, I know you done lost your fucking mind. I get Solomon in the house. I'm quiet all the way home because I'm fuming because there's just certain things that I'm just not, I don't, I don't play around with as it pertains to school. Do what you got to do. Um, because you got shit to accomplish. You want to do certain things. So we talk a lot about consequences and stuff of actions, but I, I don't play the radio when it comes to school. So we get him in the house and you know, we I tell him to come on down to the basement because that's where the straightening get done. And he come down to the basement and I grabbed his little ass by his shirt and I asked him, are you fucking crazy? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? And Curlin like, hold up, hold up, hold up. And so I'm still ready to jump on him because I don't fucking play. I don't play. I don't play like that. I don't play with him about when it comes down to school. So I finally kind of got, got the notion to ask him like what the hell happened. And so what happened was it was this boy who uh, hit him in the back, like slapped him upside the head. And Solomon said the water bottle, the, he had the water bottle in his head. So he hit, hit his ass with the water bottle and you know, they got the fighting with it or whatever. But I felt bad because I was about to beat the brakes off Solomon's ass because it's like, Certain things I'm not going to play with you about. And I'm like, if y'all sitting there throwing water back and forth, like, yeah, but him defending himself. No, he wasn't going to get a whooping for defending himself or get disciplined for um, defending himself. But had it been him on the fucking bus throwing water around and playing when there are other kids on the bus and you might be causing a safety issue and you're doing shit that you don't have no business doing. Yeah, you'd have got your ass taught the frame because. I'm not going to play with you. I'm not going to play because it's already hard enough dealing with a bunch of fucking kids that, that come from various backgrounds who don't have any discipline, who don't listen, who don't do what they're told. My child probably won't be one of those. Now, my child has every right to defend himself, which there's a difference. So I, I give him permission to defend himself, but he never has permission to show his ass to school. He never has permission to be talking shit um, to a teacher. He never has permission to be disrespectful to an adult. Um, 
because that's what I'm I'm supposed to do. That my child ain't gonna be the one fighting the teacher and getting his ass toe out the front. That's not gonna be my child. And I, I'm 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 real real ignorant when it comes to that kind of shit. So yeah, child, that's my uh. That's my that's my story. But shout uh, out to Mr. Curlin. He said she should have stayed in the child's place. I don't give a what she got going on. The right answer is to wait, just like we had to when we were growing up. Ours would have been on restriction for not minding authority. Also, facts, and not to say that every situation um, is warranted an ass whipping, but baby, that wasn't gone. It couldn't have the been. The thing mine. is, I agree. Like, I wouldn't have handled things any different than what you just said. Like, what you just said as it relates to me handling mine, though. But I'm going to handle it. You ain't gonna handle it. You don't get to discipline my child. The fuck? Like, you don't get to put your hands on and pound my child. I don't. Uh, that is child abuse. That that is tantamount to child abuse, and you don't get to do that to my child like that the, uh, the entire thing is i play no games when it comes to my kids and kid clouds your comment about raising trash children my daughter graduated and had an associate's degree before she graduated she was accepted to the top college in georgia she literally had all honors classes was in six different clubs my oldest daughter played soccer for all four years and was in two different clubs both of them one graduated with a 3.9 gpa the other graduated with a 3.3. I never play when it comes to education, but my daughters know they were never allowed to act up and I, my daughters have never been suspended, written up, any of that. But they all also know I can call mama if this teacher is getting out of line. I ain't got to talk back to her, go back and forth with her, but my mama got my back and she's going to always have my back because I'm a ride for my children. Like, And I will come and handle it. You don't go back and forth with a teacher. Let mama do that. But also ain't no teacher going to pound my child head into the ground. Let me and ask you a question. Me. What if every what if, time you gonna see me? But what, I got a question for you, Danny. Okay, because my What's well, I want I want you to answer this because you were talking yeah. about it. So, if your child was the initiator of that incident, then and if if the teacher felt a need to defend herself, would you consider that? Would you still consider that to be child abuse? Yes, how if you're pounding a child's head, there's like getting a child up off of you is one thing, but to pound a child's head into the ground, like holding, pushing her face into the ground, pounding her head into the ground, like that's when it it, it, it constitutes abuse in my opinion. So that's okay. what I'm saying. Like I don't have yeah. no problem, even if you have to get physical to get her up off of you. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that the teacher should have accepted her, putting her hands up, like completely not saying that that's the opposite of what i'm saying but when you're fighting her like she's somebody on the streets and i don't understand how we all see that like literally she was fighting her like she was somebody on the street that was a ghetto hood fight I, that was like she was fighting her like they were equals and that's the thing like y'all yeah. not though that like and i understand like y'all not equal and i want to know like, this is what I want to ask you, because you said that, um, you know, uh, like everybody ain't going to play with your child. And I don't expect everybody to play with my child. But you the teacher. You're supposed to be responsible for my child. You're the person responsible for my child in my absence. So I expect a different level of care from you than I expect a stranger on the streets. And that's what I'm saying. But, but she technically is a stranger on. But this is this is the point that I was making. But earlier. she's not like the, the, the school is responsible for your child. Like literally you're signing your children over to them. They can literally 
they have rights that a stranger on the street does not have when it comes to your children. So they then, can do things with your children. What if the child had a God? That's the first. Let me sister. ask you this, okay. and it's related okay. to something that you said. Okay. You you said you said that she's everybody ain't gonna treat your child like a stranger on the. I mean, everybody uh, ain't gonna treat your child. Um, everybody. Um, oh my gosh, I just lost my ain't train. No, of everybody is not gonna treat your child. Everybody ain't gonna play with your child. Is what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So what I wanted to ask you about that is that if in that case. When a police officer unalives a person, what is the difference? Because the reason that I say that is a police officer, when a police officer, most police officers unalive somebody, oftentimes, especially when it's a split second thing, they are oftentimes using their fright, flight or fright, which is their amygdala. They haven't even had a chance to fully process and their their um, what they're doing. Their actions haven't made it to their frontal cortex. They literally have a split second to respond. And oftentimes that results in a loss of life. So what is the difference in a educator who is responsible for your children and them saying, I ain't going to play with your child and taking it to the next level and using brute force with your child and a police officer who we hold them to a higher standard and, and protest when they unalive somebody and who was committing a crime. They're, they're in the process of committing a crime and a police officer unalives your child, but we feel like that police officers should be held accountable and made to be responsible for their actions. What's the difference in those two situations? Okay. So the difference to me is one is to protect and serve. The There's uh, a few differences. One is to protect and serve, and that would be the job of the police officer. Um, so then with a lot of police officers, a lot of police officers are put into neighborhoods and put around people that they don't know, they don't trust. There's... um. You, we already know that a lot of policemen have came straight from the fucking KKK and they go into a black neighborhood. And then a lot of police officers have never had fucking authority in their life. So they exercise authority whenever they feel like they can. And to me, that there's a big difference. Um, mm -hmm. When it comes down to somebody charging your child and actually throwing a blow, this, she, this, this child, this child, actually threw a blow she actually threw a, a threw a hit and mm -hmm. when i say everybody is not gonna play with your child now if the teacher just hauled off and slapped that bit slapped the little girl excuse me excuse me <laughs> if the teacher had a hauled off and just slapped the little girl i would probably have something to say but the the fact that this child felt emboldened enough to go around a teacher the teacher telling you to relax uh, hold up and you take your little hands and you haul off and hit her you you needed an ass whooping the the problem is your mama. Man, she her mama ain't doing her mama ain't doing her job because if the mama was doing her fucking job the child wouldn't have been in that situation in the first place i've never and, and, and as bad as i was as bad as i was i wasn't really a bad student I would do shit like skip school. I do shit like putting no makeup and shit when my grandma didn't couldn't see. And I got caught in every fucking time I did something, I got caught. Every fucking time I did something, I got caught, which is how I learned to be so sweet. That's not the that's not the problem though. But I think I still think that there's a big difference 
in a police officer that is going into a place where he doesn't know the people he may not even care then um when you got a and if if the if a person charged at a police officer that person would have been dead that person would have been dead if they had a charge mm -hmm. at a police officer the fact that she charged mm -hmm. this uh this grown-ass woman she charged at a grown ass woman. She got shown what a grown, what happens with when you act grown, you get grown results. And I think that a lot of times we pacify our kids like they shouldn't have to face consequences no matter what it is that they do. And that's where I'm kind of having like a situation. So if she had a hauled off and punched the teacher and knocked the teacher's tooth out, then what? Um, if she had a hauled mm -hmm. off and she hit her and she scratched that lady's face real bad, then what but we want to hold the teachers to these ridiculous unhuman standard because i'm looking like if you hit me if you hit me as a grown woman and depending on how big you are i'm gonna tear your ass up don't put fucking put your hands on me don't touch the me. interesting thing is she wasn't any bigger than her number one number two that's not an inhuman standard an inhuman standard would be what we holding police officers to because to be completely honest police officers oftentimes have 0.2 seconds that they're make that they're uh, making a split second decision and literally it is scientifically proven that you don't have time to process your actions in that amount of time that's why oftentimes police officers literally are having to you don't have enough time to process your surroundings and everything that is going on and if there is a true threat in point two seconds that's why a police officer will say i thought i saw a gun and it was a phone i thought i saw a gun and it was a pen i thought i saw and i don't give a dang i ain't letting up regardless because you signed up for the job so you should be extra careful you should have taken another second i still feel they should be culpable but when you say that children um who you know are like that that you know we want to protect our children from facing the consequences who's to decide like who are you to decide that my child has to uh, that my child is it has not been um has not been has not faced the consequences at home has not been um beaten at home has not been punished enough at home or has not been taught the consequences of their actions like literally a child can be taught the consequences of their actions and still be having a bad day a child can, like i literally understand i understand the cost I'm, I'm a grown woman i understand the consequences of my actions and I, that don't mean that i ain't gonna run a red light like that don't mean that I ain't going to get into it with somebody and, and be disgruntled and have an argument with my boss. And I understand the consequences of my actions, but we expect children to understand the consequences of their actions and never make a mistake. That's unrealistic. That's no, 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 no. You as a woman that has raised two college graduates, right? Two college no. graduates. Uh no, to okay. uh, employ children with employ uh, businesses children. of their own. Side businesses of, of their mm -hmm. own. You ain't never had to go up to the school because one of your daughters and got into a fight with a teacher. Never. Even though, even though, even though your your kids may have had trouble at school at some point. I think it happens, right? My I youngest never. daughter, not not trouble. Like I had to go up to the school because they said her uniform pants was too tight. That's the only time but, I had to go up to the school. But you ain't never had to go up to the school to say that your your child has been fighting a teacher or your your child has been in an altercation with a whole fucking adult, right? And and it comes down to what we're actually doing at home. So then, when it comes down to that little girl, if 
she is like i said she's bold enough to step to step to an adult she's bold enough to step to an adult there are consequences for your actions like i said everybody's not gonna play with your child and so then when you talk about like raising your kids you've raised your daughters you've never had to go through that Right. I, I, my mom never had to go through because my I got into it with a teacher. But I knew there would be consequences for my actions if I got caught with a damn cell phone. When um, and my mom bought me a pager. My mom and I had a little. Oh yeah, I, I actually have so, had to go to kids' school to get their cell phones. My my yeah, youngest daughter. You had to go get their cell phones, but your children was not trying to fight an authority figure over something that could have that was supposed to be handled by you. Right. And so when it comes down to this little girl, not to say that everybody can't have a bad day. I had plenty of bad days at school. Never once did I thought think that it was okay to swing on a teacher. Never did I think that it was but okay to overstep my that, authority. Yeah, I'm but excusing that. I'm simply saying no, that the teacher it sounded like it was like, oh, they need to be having gentle parents. She needs to be gentle. With I the said girl. 10 times that I'm not excusing her actions, that the teacher had every right to get her up off of her, that she, she could have put her in a restraint. I actually looked up Texas and they do use restraints that she could have put her in a restraint. I literally have said till I'm blue in the face. My argument is simply that she used too much force. That is okay. my argument. She I, used I can, too much I can, force I can, and she became unhinged. I can go with the too much force, but also, but also, also when you're in the middle of a fight, when you're in the middle of a fight, you're not thinking about, let me just do this karate move that I learned in school. Cause it looked like the little helper was still trying to move and move around. And she the woman was, was right. And the woman was calling for help. I, she was the little girl was still but like also too the little girl could have still been trying to get her up off of her but i'm gonna also say this i again i worked at an icfmr facility where i got bit i got scratched i got punched i got kicked never once did. did i lose my cool because i'm being abused never i understood that there are certain restraints we have to use certain holes we have to use and the state regulates them and we have to put down every time we had to use a hold on somebody i understood understood that so it's not impossible to remember your concrete. training when you're in the heat of a moment concrete i'd have been like <laughs> no <laughs> these are neurodivergent kids so they like you know oh, something wrong with them child please not a fucking kid <laughs> this is why this is why it couldn't have been me yeah, um, she it was it for everybody, child. on her ass because, and it, <laughs> to me, it comes back down to home training. I'm sure had she been respectful and had a deal what she was supposed to do, she'd have got her cell phone back and she wouldn't have got her ass whooped. But she wanted to play a game, and that's what that's what comes down to. That's what it comes down to. <sighs> well, let's read these comments. Cause it looked like they on you. Like the these people in the comments do not want a gentle parent. They all for abusing the children. So let's see what they got to say in these uh in these super chats. Shout out to American Negro. He said, let's not act as if her parents did not tell her to have that phone in the class. That part, uh, because everybody's parents, don't you take that damn cell phone out at school? Don't you have that cell phone? She probably ain't got no damn structure. 
um, when you asked the question about the cop, I think that's what uh, Black was oh, okay, referring yeah. to. He said, good question, C. Rose. Thank you so much for that. And shout out to American Negro. He said the teacher had a nice ass. Everybody said that her husband started a GoFundMe because people was talking about how she ain't got on panties. I wasn't concerned about that. Everybody concerned about whether or not she got on panties. She had on panties. And her husband has started a GoFundMe for draws. That thong, 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 thong. Shout out to Black Wizard. He says the processing of info is irrelevant because we rely on police training to override the conscious mind. Training is supposed to be subconscious. That's incorrect. Uh, your training does not override the way that your mind processes information. The psychological way that your mind, the way that your, the way that information is input into your mind and processed, there's no no amount of training that you can undergo that will um, subvert that. That it doesn't happen. It, you can do all the training in the world, but that's why uh, I feel that police officers should take a don't don't um don't make a split second decision. I know multiple, I know plenty of police officers in variety of capacities and different ranks. And I have had this discussion with them. Don't make split second decisions because your life is on the line. Your livelihood is on the line. You bound to go to jail. So take that extra second. Um, shout out to Kit Clouds for the cash app. He said he was not referring to your kids. So, Oh, well, thank you, Kit Clouds. Yeah. Um, but let's get off into Oh, I want to uh, read one thing. I, I'm I'm moving on from this, but I wanted to read what the what the school had to say about um yeah. her actions. I did um screenshot that. Where did I put it? Oh, here it is right here. So this was their response. So they said, if an employee is attacked by a student, the employee has the right to reasonably restrain the student and defend themselves to the point that they are free of threat or attack, attack and that they're currently investigating the incident. So they, they do have a policy where the teacher is able to get her up off of them. <laughs> So they say punks jump up to get me down. <laughs> That's what they see. I found that interesting. You know, a lot of teach uh, schools, um, school districts don't have, do not have any kind of policy anywhere like anything like that. You're not allowed to touch the students. So but that you was know interesting. Why that happened, so, right? Because they had, yeah, because they had a lot of incidents with them kids. They mm -hmm. having to go down to the women's prison to get fucking teachers, <laughs> and that's where. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, girl was like, shit, I, that nigga pissed me off today. What you say, bitch? <laughs> yeah, it's um, Shout out to Mr. Curling. He said, in my opinion, a better response would have been to bear hug, to bear hugged her or pushed her into next week. Man, when I say I would have came back from here. <laughs> And taste out. Don't ever go to teach you, sis. Oh sis. no, I know. Sis, I, don't, my don't, my don't, temper don't. is horrible. I, I I can't do it at this age either. These kids, they mouths too damn slick. Mm, mm -mm. Baby, when I say I would have slapped the taste out of homegirl mouth. <laughs> when I say I'd have been choking her out, like I'd have had her by her neck, baby. And I. <laughs> Do you mm -hmm. remember Imitation of Life where the, the black mama had to slap the white child? You never seen mm -hmm. that in your life. 
ever? No, never. Girl, I'm going to watch it with Isla when she get older. <laughs> get, get the heck out of here. That's sweet baby. I'm still mad that you took my baby down in the basement getting ready to get him the business. Mm-mm. Because I I'm, I believe in catching your ass by surprise. That's my, <laughs> how my grandma taught me. Because you, you be thinking everything going to be cool. And you just like, yeah, so what the fuck wrong with you? You ain't and have to doing that. You ain't have to doing that. Girl, listen. Um, yeah. Um, Because he going to know, nah, my mama don't play them type of games. But oh, I yeah. have. I have my child's back. Yeah, Ain't nobody sure. else fuck with him. I know. But the way that I want him to be raised and the things that we're instilling in him, I'm ensuring that shit like that will never be an issue because yeah. the way we parent, that's mm -hmm. probably not. I don't foresee that being an issue now. He's so mannerable and literate, like a gentle, the littlest gentleman. <laughs> he's just like, oh my gosh, yeah. Now he ain't no simp, but he is nice. But he's, he's just a gentleman. He's a, good, he's a good kid. Like I can't yeah. run on him. He's really a good kid for the most part yeah. now. But he's slick and he do kids <laughs> shit. You know, he do yeah. kids shit. So you he expect certain things. I expect out of a child, like if they sneaking right. candy. Um, mm -hmm. they they lying and saying they ain't did their homework and some shit. That's normal. Yeah, so certain things I expect out of a child, but disciplinary issues literally start at the fucking house, and that child didn't have any <gasps> discipline. So Toya, Toya, she said that child would still be y'all. Y'all like y'all with the abuse of the kids. Like, come on, no, 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 no. We was with the woman defending herself, child. Now uh -uh. she didn't have to like, count a little girl people. head in her. We didn't already been traumatized. We didn't already been traumatized. Like we didn't been beat. You know that that is like in our epi. That's like like in our DNA. That's part of like what's been passed down to us epigenetically. Yeah. Because of the cruelty, the abuse that we suffered during slavery. And that's why we think it's so normal and that's our first response. Beat they at? No. Anyway, let's go on, 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 on because I'm not about to do this. No, imagine you. you working your ass off to, and making sure your child has the Nikes and the Reeboks and, well, not Reeboks because nobody wear them shits, but you making sure your child got the shit that they need and some wants or whatever and you having a bust your ass and you paying bills and you doing this that, and the third and then your child up at the school showing they ass over a fucking cell phone child she should have high five the teacher and gave the teacher props for whooping her child ass because the teacher was a more of a parent i used to be like don't take my mama kids i used to be like don't take my kids phones from them like I was like, I was mad my kids had to wear uniforms. Like, I wanted my kids to be Shout fly. out to Shatira. Shatira, that's what concrete wanted. I was riding for my kids. I was a very young mom. Them, my little woties, don't do that to my girls. And they good kids. I'm still, like, I'm gonna ride for my children, but I ain't gonna play yeah. that horror shit. Like, shit your ass if you want <laughs> Yeah, to. but like I said, they they knew not, don't, don't, don't talk to no teacher. Like, call mama. She got you. Well, maybe homegirl didn't feel like her mama had her back. And maybe so she, she had didn't. to get her own damn she had to have her home. own back. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what yeah. happened. So, yeah. 
Um, homegirl. Mm. Anyway, girl. Uh, let's get Good off try. into yeah let's. this other thing, child. Cause I uploaded a clip, and I think you uploaded a clip, and so now I don't know which damn was it the same is. thing. Oh no! Hold on. Go ahead. With what you uploaded first, then. Girl, I slapped the fuck out of you. You shut up, bitch. What you wanna do? What you wanna do? That's exactly what I thought, bitch. You'll get the fuck beat out of you, bitch. Bitch, fuck you. Oh, I'm about to beat her ass. She called us a nigga. Help me. Called us a nigga in Safeway. Yeah, she did. She did. Bitch, don't She did. She did. She did. She called us a nigga. I don't care. She definitely called us a nigga. She definitely did. She definitely did. That's disrespectful. To me, What did you think of that? I saw it. <clears throat> I saw it previously. And you give me your take first because we probably no, we, may have first. A, we may have a difference of opinion. I I I I ain't see a problem with it. Wonder why they call you bitch. You wonder why. They call you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what was the issue to you? The black man standing in the way, trying to. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean that is one. <laughs> That is uh, that is one still trying to guard for Becky. <laughs> that was a problem. That was an issue. That's the real issue. But is this is this more evidence of why black women are known as Keisha's? Is, is, is this they they're not they're not knowing how to control themselves, like acting like savages? Not exercising restraint. I think, um, yeah. And as we saw in the video, um, as we saw in the video, the woman, you know, I guess she had talked shit to the black ladies and the black ladies had a problem with what she said and they yelled expletives back and forth. Mm -hmm. And then she proceeded to get the brake speed off her motherfucking ass. And so mm. I think that's why they call us like quiches and stuff because um, we, we defend ourselves. No, no. The black women wasn't def 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 defending themselves per se. Mm. They was whooping their bitch ass because of what she said. 
But there was this old saying that my mom used to tell me, right? And mm-hmm. I, I was a believer in it. You ready for it? What? Don't write a check that your ass can't cash. Oh. And yeah. so um, homegirl had wrote a check that her ass couldn't cash. And we saw mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. But, but, oh, shit. Oh, God. That damn uh, stink bug just flew on me, girl. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, that's that. That was nuts. That was the nuts. thing is, like, first of all, um, Black Wizard is saying, don't be mad, you know, later, or you're defending yourself from words. Like, if you run off at the mouth and you're using hate speech, and uh, there is something called, and like, y'all, y'all, I know, like, a lot of, never mind, I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say. No, I'll say this. I'll say there this is something okay. there is something a legal term called fighting words. You can't provoke someone into a fight. So you don't get to say what you want and use hate speech and derogatory words and you know um curse people out and use all type of foul language towards people and and just uh, expect that there won't be a consequence to any of that. There are legal terms and you can be ticketed for using there are actual laws against fighting words. There are things that you could do to entice someone to assault you. And she did it. And she got what she asked for. So shout out to Black Wizard. He says, trying not to laugh LOL. Um, sir, that it wasn't it wasn't the fighting. What it was was the rings that that's what had me <laughs> laugh. That was it. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. Now, Mr. Curlin, you're wrong for that. He said, when Karen was screaming, all I heard was Miss Millie from the color purple. I know. Because <laughs> she was screaming. And it was just, uh, let me ask you a question. Are things like that hard to watch? Like, was that a hard thing for you to watch? Who? You. No, I can watch it on repeat. <laughs> Was it supposed to be uh, yes, hard for me to watch? You. you shut up, bitch. What you want to do? What you want to do? That's exactly what I thought, bitch. You'll get the fuck beat out of you, bitch. Bitch, fuck you. Oh, I'm about to beat her ass. She called us a nigga. Help me. She called us a nigga and say what? Yeah, she did. She did. Bitch, don't call me. She did. She did. She did. She called us a nigga. I don't care. She definitely. She definitely called us a nigga. She definitely did. She definitely did. That's disrespectful. To me, You didn't think that was excessive force? Uh, no. 
But the thing is, like, and then y'all are like hate speech as if that's not hate speech. Um, check the uh, what is it? U.S. Supreme Court Chaplinsky versus um, Chaplinsky versus New Hampshire, nineteen forty-two. If you want me to cite case law on fighting words, and that's federal case law, because I know that the, that I could cite the um, um, I could cite the Georgia code, but that's federal case law for you guys. Since you don't think that there's something called fighting words and you're questioning whether or not that's hate speech. Nigger ain't hate speech. What what else would y'all deem hate speech? Y'all like y'all too lackadaisical. And I already know y'all let y'all white friends say anything around y'all. Well, you know they like to be called N words in the beer room. Never mind. Child, I, I, never mind. Hey, I ain't gonna put y'all no, in the don't, No, she's joking. That was just uh-huh, that's it. Little play play. Little play play. Come lay your head in my bosom. Sorry, y'all. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, I understand people can be provoked to fight. You can't help how people will respond to your antagonizing them. And if you get got, you get got. But if you defend that, don't be mad when it's used as an example against you. Who would be mad at that? If I call somebody a saltine or, you know, a uh, 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 um, crimson neck or like if I use those type of, if I use that type of language against somebody and they assault me, why would I, I I'm expecting it. I'm looking for a fight. If I use, if I use ex- expletives towards somebody, I'm looking for that type of response. I, I, if I'm not looking for it, I'm at least expecting it. Um, mm, uh, shout out to Black Wizard again. He said, I'd blank somebody tr- if somebody tries somebody to say, tries something, to about say it, something about, about it, it, the right answer is, yeah, and I do that shit again, too. Like, y'all defending? Like, I'm confused. Like, sometimes y'all be coming out of left field with, I um, be understanding. Yeah, Black Wizard, you could clarify in the comments because I don't know. But yeah, I yeah, I she she prov- she provoked them, in my opinion. Um, you don't have to agree. Oh, they couldn't just walk away from it. They could have. They chose not to, and, and I'm she okay with that. Them like, like that little girl provoked their teacher. Uh well, she's not responsible for them in a capacity where um someone signed them over to her for the duration of six to eight hours and um you know they're underage minors so i think it's a little bit different see me and jtc had the same thought process how like because she she's not a minor child in the care of she doesn't have that teacher had care custody and control of those children this is a strange person on the street that has no relation or have interest in the you know the people that she's making these remarks to the teacher has care custody and control of the children in her classroom concrete said fighting words justify a brutal beat down but not actual assault jtc you are right on the money that's my thought process because these are words actually being said um versus somebody swinging on you and yeah by somebody who's not 
responsible for your care responsible for you're not in the custody of you're not in control of so yeah that, that's so do the, you that's think the that people so you think people should fight over words i don't, i didn't say that i think people should fight over but i, I like you, you just said why you just said they chose you said they chose not to walk away and i said and i respect that <laughs> i respect their right not to i respect their right to give her a beat down oh you think they had a right to do that I think that they had, yeah, they had a right to, and I respect that they exercise that right. Interesting, interesting stuff. Um, well, yeah. Girl. Conservative, how is this racism? Literally, how is this racism? This is the law. I know as a conservative, you respect the, the Constitution, the laws of this nation. Literally, I just gave you case law that you can look up. I quoted the case law in the year. Like, this is the law. I, I'm, res I'm being respectful of the laws of this nation. What You're, are you talking about? You know, hood service hood servative is an American. I mean, he is, and he gonna ride for Whitey boy. Damn, you going to the moon with Whitey? I know Whitey's on the moon. You going with him? Jesus. Um, do you think that black women will always walk around with this label? And if so, what can we do to stop it? Uh I have another video to show, but I do want to answer that. Um, do I think that white, black women will always walk around with this representation? I think that unless black women take an active role in trying to um, change their image, absolutely. So I answered the question in that. I think that black women have to take an active role in trying to change their image. See, you guys are lying on me and I don't like when y'all try to make paint me out to be a racist because I'm not. I'm not a racist. Um, I'm really indifferent to them. I don't really care one way or the other. But I just, I just stated that I felt sorry for the white woman who was abused in Chicago. Like that was uncalled for. It was unjust. Uh, I literally tore into some black kids that bullied a white kid for her hover around on TikTok two hours before I got on the show. Like, I don't think that um, white people deserve to be beat and abused and all that type of stuff. Y'all be reaching with some of this nonsense y'all say. They said you viewed it as reparation. <sighs> okay. I want my reparations in coinage, in land. Period. And um, tax, tax, uh, free taxes. Girl, a word. Mm -hmm. But what's this video, girl? Oh, okay. You sound like a uh, white supremacist D-Mac, but okay, hold on. Let me pull it. These people ain't about to, they ain't about to want me. Baby, okay. all they got to do is be like pro-black, 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 and hear your ass come. <laughs> like, you no, but I'm over here holding black women accountable and it's still a problem. Like, I literally am holding a black woman accountable and it's still a problem. Hey, we like out, 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 we
so I had to cut it off early because the, the vulgarity um, right. became too much. But yeah, um, that was another example of an enraged black woman showing her tail, acting a fool, hitting somebody. Now, I don't know. I've heard a variety of backstories regarding why this happened, that her sexuality was being attacked. I don't know if that's true. Um, nonetheless, you know, what she displayed was absolutely deplorable. Children were in the car. She flipped her car after acting a dang donkey in the middle of an intersection, putting other people's lives at risk, just acting a damn fool. Very Keisha-like behavior. And all of this, though, is associated with us as Black women. And I want to know how you feel. Like, when they see us, when they see them, they see us. When they see us, they see them. And how does that make you feel as a Black woman? That when they see the ratchet behavior being displayed, they associate that with us, too, despite the fact that we're not engaging in that behavior. The problem that I see with a lot of us is that a lot of us will condone violent behavior whenever it, we see fit. And I think when it comes down to other ra races' uh, perception of us, um, they move in a very passive-aggressive way. They've been taught to be passive-aggressive, to get you on paper, to whoop you with the pen, um, to do underhanded shit to you, but we're overt with when it comes down to you fucking with us and there's an opportunity to be overt to let you know I'll whoop your ass and I ain't fucking playing with you. That's where we at with it. Um, I don't think it's a total sum of, uh, excuse me, a total sum of who we are as people, but how we tend to handle stuff versus how others tend to handle stuff. Um, I think we're violent. I think we are more violent um, than oh. uh, I think we're more violent in how we choose to handle things nowadays. Now, I think they were much more violent than we were back then, but now they get to play the victim in every situation. While if we defend ourselves or if we fight for something that we think is right, we're called animals and we're all placed into this box. As a woman, as a woman who has been in a situation to where I've actually had an altercation um, not very, very long ago, like within the last 10 years, um, in a situation that a cop pushed me and I pushed the cop back and I was ready to swear up with this cop. I could have lost my life because I didn't have any control of my temper at the time. I think a lot of us have been taught to, I think a lot of us have been in survival mode. And when you have to look after yourself, I didn't grow up with a lot of, a lot of brothers. I didn't mm -hmm. grow up with a lot of cousins. And so basically a whole lot of situations that I've had to deal with, I've had to take care of on my own. And I had to learn how to fight and stand up for myself on my own. So then when it comes down to people to where um, I feel like somebody's trying to fuck with me or trying to come down on me in a certain way, and I feel like I have to defend myself, I don't generally think about like... Um, giving a person the upper hand, it's like, I'm going to get you up off of me. I'm going to eliminate the threat. And I think a lot of women have that mentality. 
I think a lot of us have that mentality. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eliminate the threat. You're not gonna <laughs> punk me because I didn't have I've had to fight and I've had to defend myself time after time after time. So then when it comes down to a situation and I feel like I'm in danger or um I feel like there's a threat and I feel like I can eliminate the threat, um, then I think Keisha like behavior will ensue. I think. Um, violence will ensue if I feel like I'm in a situation like that. And I think a lot of black women go through that. Um, I think that is an interesting point. Like I personally um, used to get very offended. My husband used to always tell me when they see them, they see you when like they are a representation of you like because i'd be like he'll be like oh look at your sisters acting up and i'd be like them ain't my sisters (laughs) and i would get so offended highly offended and be like how dare you don't associate that behavior Mm -mm -mm. i don't know them um them ain't my people and he'd be like when the world sees black women behaving like this and they see you, they're going to associate the two. And I was just very offended. And now I am not offended. I've come to the realization that there's truth in that, but I am ashamed. Um, I feel a sense of shame and um, sadness. Um, And the sadness comes from me because um, I always, um, I'm always trying to think of like the root cause, like what will cause somebody to behave like that? What will cause you to hit multiple cars in a parking lot with babies in it, speed out into a parking lot, flip the car, get up, cursing people, acting like a damn banshee? Like what, like I'm always like, like, I'm gonna tell you something. When I see black women, when I saw that black girl getting beat, like, it, my heart broke. Like I see, I'm empathetic when I see a black man. When I seen Ralph Yarrow, a African boy, being shot down, you know, by like my like I'm I feel pain. Like that pains me. And so now, I, when I see black women, because that's the subject, um, behaving like that, I feel shame and I feel sad. Um, at the same time. So, um, but I've accepted that, you know, that is true. Like, although we're not a monolith, the world does view us as a monolith. Do you think that there are too many of us that condone certain types of behavior? Because this is the problem that I have with it. We can feel shame in certain instances where we feel like somebody's being wronged or whatever, but um, I feel like in certain situations, like you catch a woman sleeping with your man or some something like that, and then you whoop her ass. A lot mm-hmm. of women is going to feel justified in you whooping her ass, especially when it comes down to our community. If mm-hmm. a disrespectful and it's talking shit and popping shit and she's the antagonizer and you happen to jump on her and you whoop her ass, a lot of people are going to feel, black women are going to feel that you're justified for whooping her ass. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to violence in certain capacities, we haven't been able to separate a bad fight from a good fight because we condone when we feel like it's a good fight. We condone that. Um, we condone yeah. violence in our community. You're right. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, so Ayer says you defended though with those women hitting the white lady. So why not? That's different. And I'm going to tell you the difference. Um, I, I hate a submissive Negro. Um, I believe that as black people, we do need to have standards and requirements. Uh, and as such, um, I'm Malcolm. I'm not Martin. The fuck? Like, I don't believe that we should sit down and take a damn thing. I think that we need to stand up for ourselves, that we need to um, have a certain set of standards and boundaries that we enforce and nobody should be able to cross. So I'm not saying that um, we need to accept any and everything and allow people to walk all over us, allow disrespect and all. No, baby, I'm Mar I'm Malcolm, not Martin. Like, don't get it twisted. So, um, I I don't think that we need to, um, you know, brutalize people for no reason. I don't think that we need to go out looking to harm people and intentionally go out looking for trouble and looking to, you know, uh, assault people and things of that nature. But don't come to us looking for trouble. The thing is, y'all love to, you know, compare us to other communities and stuff. Go to Williamsburg where the Jewish people live and try to disrespect them and see if you come out uh, unharmed. Like. Other communities also have um, defend themselves against outsiders coming in and harming them and disrespecting their culture and, you know, um, um, offending them as well. Like, that's not unheard of. That doesn't make you animalistic for enforcing boundaries and, 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 and having a standard. The fact that we don't have a standard is the reason why so many people think that they can do all the things that they do and say all of the negative things that they say about us today. Thank you, Dane. He did notice. Thank you. Um, there was something I was going to ask you. Oh, what is it, though? Because I always talk about root cause. What is it that you think that drives Keisha's behavior? What dri What's the driving force? Like, if you could think of, what are some of the driving forces behind Keisha's behavior? What makes her act like a banshee? What makes her be so erratic and masculine and so um, violent? Uh-oh, I can't hear you girl because i was on mute um she hasn't been taught discipline um she hasn't been taught restraint um hasn't been taught discipline hasn't been taught restraint um she's been in survival mode for all of her life she's had to get it on her own and when you have women that have came out of situations like that no fathers to speak of no father figures around um a single mom and basically raising yourself, you are in survival mode. Um, then we put so much emphasis on in our community on people being able to defend themselves or people being able to fight. We love somebody who know how to fight, child. We love somebody who whooping ass. Um, and because we're gonna give them all the props. And then I think with us, a lot of times our egos are involved. Oh, that bitch ain't finna say that to me and don't think I'll slap shit out there, hoe. We be ready. What you say, bitch? What you look? And and then coming from New York, coming from New York, you couldn't make eye contact with a chick for no long time and think that shit was going to be sweet. 
certain things you just wasn't going to be able to do. And like I said, a lot of times our egos are tied to a lot of things. So um, women will do shit to size another woman up. Like you looking me up and down. What are you, why are you initiating something that you know could go left? But you have a lot of women that um, will size you up and then think that they could get over on you or they going to punk you or they going to whoop your ass or if they know they could whoop your ass. A lot of people do shit like that. I really think that it's um, inner city shit. I think that it is um, like people from impoverished places. This is the type of mentalities that we have. Because like I said, I've definitely been there and I have a lot of growing to do because I would still be in defense mode. And I'm not going to sit here and say, I would never ever fight nobody. I'm, I'm a lady. And I would try to conduct myself like a lady, um, especially when I go out in public. But at the same time, if I'm in certain situations and I feel like there's a threat, um, we're not taught conflict resolution the same way everybody else is. We fight. We're going to get your ass up off of us. Um, Other races of people are taught to talk it out. Um, They're taught to walk away. We don't ever want to be seen as a punk. We don't ever want to be seen as scared. And so with our egos being tied to that, we fight. And um, when you said you, it's in, like you were embarrassed by that, that kind of really hit home to me because this is a reputation that we're not going to, going to be able to escape because we are violent. Somebody said this to me once upon a time. And I wanted to fight her motherfucking ass when she said it. Um, She said that black women are just a violent group of women. And I got so offended by that because I was like, who the fuck are you to say some shit like that when you don't even know or whatever. But. um, And it's still one of those things that I don't think I'll ever be able to come to terms with because we didn't move to the suburbs. We live in better lives. We got we're career women. Um, you're trying to move into the upper echelon of society, but to still have such a label on you that every time something goes down, people looking at you like you're going to be the one to pop the shit off. And for the fact of the matter that is a little true, it's some truth to that. Yeah, that shit is embarrassing. It is. And um, I thought I was going to be kind of well prepared for this conversation, but it's just really got me doing like self-reflection and it makes me feel bad because a lot of us have um, instances to where we contribute to these labels. We contribute to it. So what do you mean? Okay. I'll give you a prime example. The women getting into it with the white woman at the grocery store, even though that could have been seen as a th- uh, a f- uh, something to, to provoke the fight, right? Mm-hmm. That's the fact that she said the N-word to the black women, right? Um, but a lot of people in society, and I, not to even say that we should be concerned with how people see us, but to a certain degree, we should. 
but how people see us, see us in society, well, she just said a word. A word doesn't mean violence. A word shouldn't get your ass beat because I said this to you, especially if we were sitting there cursing each other out and you didn't call me all kind of bitches and hoes. And then I fuck around and I call you an N-word. And then y'all jump on me and y'all stomp my head in when we just had a verbal altercation. For it to escalate like that, um is one of those things the fact that you saw a situation with a black woman whooping a black child and you said okay now that's taking it too far you see two black women jump on a white woman and they stomp her they literally stomp her in her head one of them stomped her in her head and you say well oh let me, I didn't. It. Let me play it again for you no you don't have to play it again you i sure? believe you Okay. No, I believe you. I, yeah. I'm sick of, I didn't see them stomp her in her head. Yeah, they stomp they stomped that white woman in her head, and you say, Well, okay, yeah, I get that. I get that because or I have a I, I, I understand why, um, because of this particular incident, and all of the incidences don't do anything but add another notch to the Keisha belt. And so mm -hmm then what yeah i um i understand what you're saying now <clears throat> i i will say this um so let me answer a couple different things so as it relates to the question overall question uh about the underlying reasons behind keisha's behavior I think that it's trauma based. Uh, I think that a lot of it is um, cyclical, it's passed down. I think that Keisha uh, was beaten. Keisha was parented uh, in an aggressive way and Keisha was um, what has been dealt with in aggress in an aggressive way through with the adults in her life and she went on to model the same behavior um literally if you visit many inner city areas um you see the women being very aggressive they are their mouths are like toilets they are they want to fight if you look at them they want to fight they are um, they talk to their kids in a very aggressive way. They are nothing but a bottled up aggression. Uh, you know, that's yeah. who they are. And um, when I see the teacher, that is what that is reminiscent of, the same type of aggression that I see in the inner city. The young girl, I see her as displaying aggression on a smaller scale, but I'm certain that that aggression is going to grow to be what the adults in her community, like uh, female adults, display too. So I think that is cyclical. I think that it is passed down through trauma. Um, and I think that... Um, it is, um, some of it is related to mental health. Um, I think that it is um, a, for some of them, it's a defense mechanism. They live in communities where um, 
some of them it is to to seem tough you live in a community where you don't want to seem like your prey and uh, you know like smiling or not having a resting bee face will could potentially have somebody prey on you you walking home late at night getting off work fast food hospital whatever you do um, you have to look like you don't play no games you have to look unapproachable and be unapproachable and cuss somebody out if they come at you sideways so it's also environment so i think that those are just a few of the reasons and i agree with the reasons that you listed as well um, i also wanted to say that when it comes to the women and the behavior that they display i didn't see them stomp her i do like i, I like i can't say that I, I'm, I'm constantly talk on the show about how i'm an empath i can't be empathetic just to my own people that's just unnatural um and it's just not who I am. But I didn't see her get stumped in the head. I, I believe that there is a such thing as taking things too far. Had they pulled like pulled out a pipe and beat her in the head, was I going to be okay because she called them something? No, there is a there is a line that you cross, and there is a such thing as taking things too far. No matter who you are or what you did, and I, I you know. Of course, there's no rules to fighting, but there is a such thing as taking things too far. And, and that's just what it is. But um, I also don't play into like, but aside from that, I don't really play into the respectability politics. I don't want to say that we are, we. I don't want to not defend ourselves or not stand up for ourselves. Because I feel like as a black woman, I've done this. And despite the fact that we have a reputation for being angry, for being aggressive, for being too assertive, I suppress my feelings a lot because of that reputation. I am in business meetings and I don't speak up because I don't want to be seen as being loud. I've been told that I was loud by um, the director of my organization before. We so know. anyways, um, but aside from that, I also will... Um, like um, refrain from voicing a dissenting opinion because, you know, um, I don't want to be seen as the assertive one. And, and, you know, like I don't want, so sometimes if I just don't feel like going back and forth with them, I will, you know, refrain from voicing that opinion. So I've had to, su I've suppressed my um, opinions and I've had to suppress my um, feelings and, you know, um, and I and I, I absolutely hate doing that, especially to play into respectability politics. So I am not a fan of that and that fan of that, and that's not something that I promote. Um, so aside from that, like I think that you know there are certain things that we could do to um, improve our image. Um, I am not one to say that you know not defending ourselves not creating boundaries and not enforcing those boundaries i i would not say that we should refrain and i'm not i know i'm not saying that you were insinuating this but um, i still am a proponent for us creating boundaries and enforcing those boundaries um and all while um doing certain things to uh, improve our image. And I want to, after we read the Super Chats, that's one of the questions that I have and I'll wait and let you get in. But I wanna talk about things that we actually can do to improve our image as black women too. Um, shout out to Aunt T, Aunt T in the building. Thank you, Thank Aunt you T. so much for the Super Chat. We appreciate you. Um, Did you see Kid Cloud? I mean, not Kid Clouds. Um, black Wizard had a Super Chat. Wait a, a ways up. Uh oh, I'm sorry about that, Black Wizard. Okay. 
He says, are you implying you don't have standards unless you fight someone who antagonize you with racially offensive language? Uh, that's not like, why do y'all take it to that extreme? Um, because it was almost a justification of these black women being violent towards this white woman over. Well, that's something separate. So like, he's not saying that racially offensive. Yeah, but he's not saying that I was justifying it, but I was not justifying it. But to say that I was implying that that's the only way that we can have standards, that's not what I was implying. Um, The ways in which we could have standards is to ensure that um, we are not allowing people to say racially insensitive things about us as a group, i.e., Curly things like they're not permitted to say about the choose. Um, also, to you know, um, refrain from allowing people to culturally uh, appropriate our cult, you know, to appropriate our culture. Um, also, to have standards and values within ourselves, and you know, modeling those standards so that other people see us respecting ourselves, and i.e., you know, they will in in turn have respect for us as a group. There are a myriad of ways, and I was not implying that um, you don't have standards unless you fight someone who antagonizes you. Like that, was, I, that's not what I was saying at all. However, what I was saying is that, and I did, uh, Danny did ask for clarification on this, is that their right, I respect their right to defend themselves in the way in which they did. And I do believe that in order to have standards, you do have to stand up for um, yourself as a group and not allow people to walk all over you. Standing up for yourself does not have to equate or um, end in violence. So you asked what ways could black women um, protect their image or improve their image? Yeah, improve their image. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I think it's impossible. I think it's yeah. impossible because there is too much bullshit and fuckery that we all um, co-sign. We co-sign thought shit. Um, we co-sign a whole bunch of whole shit in one breath. Then we mad about it in the other. It really comes down to who's popular, who's not popular um, to what we co-sign. But I don't think it's to a point to where we can change anything um, as far as our image. When it comes down to positions of power and you, you're you noticing black women are um, chasing a fucking bag right now. I know so many women that are chasing a bag and trying mm-hmm. to get into positions of power. Um, positions of power will allow you to whoop a person with a pen, stop their flow, stop their money, some shit like that. Um, but I think when it comes down to us being violent, I think that too many of us have come from um, places where we weren't taught to resolve conflict and it's just going to be what it is. I don't think we can get away from an image like this. Um, like I said, because there are too many people Then I think about it like this too. With all the shows that you see on TV, all those shits have been violent. When you talk about the housewives, the love and hip hops, we we didn't seen all the violence and all that shit that came from all these reality shows. 
when you are seeing things in the media every time you turn around to where you're seeing nothing but black women fighting and this is the only thing that shows up in your algorithm or this is the shit that's being pushed to your algorithm because you're a black woman you might follow the shade room you following all the little gossip sites you're in the town square and this is the imagery that you see that imagery does play a part in our subconscious and as opposed to saying that we need to log off and go walk we, what we do if i see something that by i'm gonna send it to all my friends i'm gonna make sure they see it so we can sit there and laugh and kiki and say look how that bitch got the brakes beat off her and we're laughing about it and we're joking and we engage the culture in such ways to where now the culture is damn near a it's an addiction to the culture to that culture aspect and you have people who don't have our best interests at heart pumping this shit out like hotcakes on a daily basis to where i just don't think that we can do anything about it and unless you have a really 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 strong mind a really strong mind and you're reading and you're teaching yourself and you're disciplining yourself it's not <coughs> it's a point of no return excuse me thought i was on mute excuse me um i agree with you and i will say um i will say this so i think that some of the things that we could do to change our image i actually do think that black women can change our image i think that um if we stopped promoting dysfunction if we stopped um if we stopped um paying um if we stopped uh, not only promoting dysfunction, but stopped engaging in dysfunction, of course, like dysfunctional behavior in mass and large numbers. And I know that these are some quite, quite a feat, like these are damn near impossible feats because it would take large numbers and we would uh, like, it would take unity, number one. So that's the other thing we would have to unify. Um, I think that also if we, um, if we became respectful of one another, um, if we started to model the behavior that is um, that is um, that would be reflective of a, a culture that uh, a people that values themselves, um, if we stop denigrating black men because they come from us, they are of us, they are a reflection of us. Um, I think that those are just a few of the things that we could do to help to reshape our image. Um, and um, I think that it could be wildly effective. I think that those are things that aren't even difficult, but we would have to be on the same page. And even if all of us were, if large numbers of us are, I think that black women are chasing a bag, but I think that um, we have to understand that simply chasing the bag is not going to change how we're viewed in society. If you know you can you can search, seek all the power you want, but if you're not concerned with your image and you can have all of the black girl magic campaigns you want, but if there is not a concerted effort to um, change the way black women are viewed, to um, ensure that you know true sisterhood is formed, to stop 
the division with black men, stop the attack on black men, even if black women, and I'm not saying black women need to start back dating black men or need to mate with black men, but I'm simply talking about mutual respect of a person. It's not impossible. It's not even that difficult. The hard part would be us being on one accord. Yeah. Yeah. And how how feasible do you think that's gonna be? Girl, that that's 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 the impossible part. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um a shout out to Emerald Edge 72. He says for concrete roles when you can't be yourself. That was so sweet. Thank you. Shout out to Black Wizard again. He says, are there ways to stand up for yourself without fighting C-Rose? Can you enforce boundaries without hitting someone first? Absolutely. There are ways to stand up for yourself without fighting. Um, like, you know, you can <laughs> you can do a professional checking of someone. Um, you can, you know, if you feel that someone is engaging in fighting language, you could actually call a popo. Um, I think that, you know, you could do what a lot of people are doing and film the um, person harassing you, the aggressor, um, and put them on blast and, you know, try to impact them that way by impacting their business and or getting them fired. So yeah, there are ways that you can. I've just simply said, I respect the way that they chose to handle it. Like I said, I didn't see them stomp her. I think that that's that's going too far, um, you know, in my opinion. That's too far for me. So what you're saying is if you're involved in such incident, you're saying that you're going to walk away from it? Um, I can't say that. Um, I can't say I wouldn't smack the hell out of a Karen. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to, um, you know, I'm not going to say that. So you going to contribute to the violence that has I been... Might. I might. So then you I contributing just, to the image that you want to get might. away from. I, I, listen, I Does already that make you a hypocrite? Does that make us no, hypocrites? That's not, I, don't, I don't give in to respectability politics. I was very clear on that. So um, I'm not really concerned about that. I can't tell you, like, I, I don't speak it absolute, so I would never tell you. No, so, I would never. So then I, you would con you would contribute to possibly the, the imagery that black women are in right now. You would contribute to that image of that. Possibly. If I if I am uh, if I'm verbally assaulted and someone engages in fighting words to entice me to attack me, I can't tell you how I'm going to handle that until I'm in the situation. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I would absolutely never um, respond in a physical manner because I could potentially be lying. I don't speak in absolutes no way, but I don't know how I would so handle it. So are we trying to get away from the Keisha representative versus diving off into that shithead first? I don't, I don't engage in behavior that is reminiscent of Keisha. So that's not my concern, but I'm not going to tell you that someone can verbally attack me and call me an N word, which is the ultimate disrespect in my opinion. And that I, I can't tell you how I would respond to that. I can't, I'm not going to, but even you, would to appease the you tell you that, no, I'm not going to 
um, you know, do anything about it. I'm just going to walk away. Like, I would okay. condone the actions of others engaging in that behavior because you find it to be very disrespectful. Do we I condone it? I said I respect their right. I don't know the difference between respecting a right and not condoning something. Because if I say, well, I respect your That's right, their right to engage in that type of behavior. I respect it. I think that there is a line that you shouldn't cross. But if you decide to knock the hell out of somebody because they engaged in fighting words with you, that's your right. So what's the difference between respect and condone? I respect a person's right to, meaning you chose to engage in and knowing full well, being full of, fully aware of any consequences that may follow. You might be in a state that does not even have a fighting words uh, law. So whatever the consequences are coming behind that you decided to act on someone verbally assaulting you and you have every right to do that. And I respect it. You got the right to act on it. Who am I to infringe upon your rights? So what's condoned? Um, that I am a proponent for you acting the way in which you did. I would be, I, I would respect their right to walk away too. I respect their right, uh, I respect their right to engage or disengage. Like you can act either way. I respect it. Like that's cool. So when it comes down to respectability politics, which you said that you don't engage in respectability politics, mm -hmm. when it comes down to the imagery and the representation of black women, and there are uh, certain behaviors that we condone, there are certain behaviors that we respect, then what's the point in talking about the imagery of black women or why Keisha is the representation when it comes down to it? All the shit looks bad. The girl getting beat up by the teacher, that incident mm -hmm. looked bad. The girl running over the girl with the, uh, trying to hit the girl car or hit the girl car, that shit looks bad. The girl's jumping on the white woman for um, saying the, the N-word, that shit looks bad. That still, all of that, all of that contributes to our image. So mm -hmm. then if we talk about respectability, is there a such thing nowadays because we're going to justify certain behaviors as we see fit. And it kind of, it still kind of brings me back to like the moral shit when, so you said, okay, if she called her that and them chicks beat you're her You're going down. too many places because you've asked me already two questions. So I know I'm okay. going to get lost. Well, 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 what I'm, well, I'll, I'll kind of narrow it down to this. I think when it comes down to respectability, politics is bullshit. We condone too much. So then, I said I don't engage in respectability politics. Right. So if you don't engage with respect in respectability politics, then are we having a pointless conversation as to why can't um Keisha is gonna be our representative or why she has been put as our representative? Uh, no. So the reason being, I could ask you the same thing because you condoned a teacher, uh, assaulting a, a, a child, but, but you did, but you feel strongly about the women like now, apparently, I mean, but initially you no, was like, no, -uh, mm -mm. okay, so you don't feel, no, I, I don't for the sake of argument, for the sake of argument, okay. because for the sake of argument, I, I, I can sit here and say, if somebody called me that, I don't know what I would do either. I yeah, don't know. 
Yeah, and I get you, but I also condone the teacher whooping that little girl ass because that little girl stepped up like a grown woman. So mm -hmm. I'm 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 still on track with how I look at it. And Me I'm on track too because the child is a minor who was in the care, custody, and control of the teacher. That is the distinct difference. Those women were, the, the white woman was not in the care, custody, and control of the women who she got into a verbal altercation. But despite that, I do still think that there is a line that people should not cross. I do still think, I believe in fairness. So I'm still on track because I, the, my biggest issue, if she was fighting another teacher, I wouldn't have have that same um i wouldn't have that same opinion that's the difference is that they were children but as it comes to the respectability politics the respectability politics plays into white supremacy you concerned that's what this the respectability politics means you concerned with what the white man thinks my issue with the keisha thing and keisha being the representation of black women is because we're devaluing ourselves and what we're doing to one another we are harming ourselves we are deleting ourselves we are literally taking ourselves are disrespecting ourselves assaulting one another we are doing damage to ourselves psychological physical mental and otherwise it's the damage that we're doing to ourselves it has nothing to do with respectability politics it is what we are doing the internal the cyclical the continuous damage that we're doing to one another and passing on generation after generation to our children that is the difference and that is why this conversation is so important and I feel so strongly about it. It is not about white supremacy and how the white man is painting this image of us and how the world sees us. It's about us devaluing ourselves and the harm that we're causing to ourselves. And not and bigger than that, it's really and truly what, what we're carrying on generation after generation to the children. I think that black women would have to see themselves as ghetto, as hood rats, as something ridiculous, as, as the bottom of the barrel for them to have, for them to, to, to think of the representation of Keisha as a bad thing, right? So many people are not looking at key, being a Keisha as a bad thing versus what our what our culture has taught us. So then when you talk about white supremacy and the respectability politics, it ain't us who see us as these violent, ridiculous, fucked up ass people. Because I look at you and I look at you as a fellow black woman who has respect for herself. I know plenty of black women who carry themselves with respect. They're regal. They they the shit. I don't look at black women in total and think that we're fucked up as a group of women. Now, mm -hmm. that being said, that being said, I do think we're violent. I do think we're violent. We're violent. Mm -hmm. We violent. We're going to fight your motherfucking ass. But then when it comes down to the representation of. I think that still kind of comes under the guise of white supremacy because we're saying a representation of what if me and you as black women know what we represent as black women and we know plenty of black women who don't stand for this type of shit, then what we're talking about is how we're being portrayed in the media, how we're being portrayed by our men. Um, we're talking about the portrayal of black women who mm -hmm. Keisha is 
the representative. So then if Keisha's the representative, this is a white supremacist talking point because this is how everybody else sees us versus how we see ourselves. What do you think? I disagree. Um, black men see us as Keisha's and they, they are one half of us. Black men see us as Keisha's and their opinion of black women and our image is just as important. So if for no other reason, our, 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 our other half see us as the representation too. So, I don't know. Um, I think in this space, I think in this space, black women are always going to be demonized. I think in this space, we're always going to be demonized. I don't think there's any getting out of that. I think our image is ruined as it pertains to this space. Um, for the rest of the world, what do you think? Because I think if, it's, if, I think it's well, how I look at it, when it comes down to the rest of the world, I think the rest of the world look at our race as a trash race. The rest um, of the world does. I think the rest of the world do too. But I think like even outside of this space, my husband is not associated with this space and neither are his friends. And they see black women as Keisha's too. Um, his experience with black women is not pop. This is a conscious black man. His experience, like I don't know why the men in this space have this negative connotation of consciousness. Like conscious men ain't blind. Consciousness is a higher level like it's, it's an elevated level of awareness like you think that they don't see black women for who they are you think they don't see the trash that black women is putting down and they recognize it and they call it out i think that black men outside of this space also see it but i do think that other people definitely see us as the bottom of the barrel that's why they come to this country as immigrants and have you know don't have a pot to piss in the window to throw it out of but still they feel like we better than them niggas yeah yeah um shout out to black wizard he says are there ways to stand up for yourself without fighting c rose can you enforce boundaries without hitting someone first um i answered that okay you did i'm sorry yeah. girl um a shout out to eugene Steele. thank you eugene he says white people have stereotypes about black people does it seem that the actions of black women like the ones you see in the videos prove white people right that's a good question concrete what you think about that wait white people have stereotypes about black people does it seem that the actions of black women like the ones you see in the videos prove white people right Ooh. <laughs> Because if it comes down to we shouldn't really give a fuck about what other people think about us, then when it comes down to a representation, I also believe that black mm. men um, also use white supremacist talking points as it pertains to black women. So, yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I think black men absolutely use white supremacist talking points when it um, pertains to black women. Um, I though, this is okay. So this question, um, this is hard because that's a good question. Eugene, I don't that's like it. Question. Why you have to ask this? Well, I thought you was going to say that, with the violence that have been displayed by their own community, we shouldn't be concerned with proving anybody right, 
but actually trying to get to a love and level of respect with each other and a level of camaraderie with like ourselves that. as opposed like to that. being concerned about what it is that they think because they are also they're they're uh probably the too. most violent group of people on the yeah face of the i mean planet. they got their own ish too but in all reality right. like what do you what do you think about the notion that there's some truth in all stereotypes that's there they stem from something that stereotypes um stem you know that there's some truth in stereotypes what do you think about that and most of them some of them we know they you know call them black people monkeys i mean we know who look more like primates but like you know and a lot of them you know that there's some truth um yeah there is some truth in some in, in, in a lot of stereotypes yeah. like if somebody say we like fried chicken and watermelon i fucking love fried chicken i love watermelon okay they, they like served that shit during black history month am i gonna be mad no yeah but people be like oh my god they're serving fried chicken and watermelon but you know we like this shit. You, yeah but the thing is um I mean, there's some truth in it. Like, you know, those videos do show that, you know, we have, you know, some violent tendencies. I, I will not deny that. But I feel like us not acknowledging it is part of the problem. Like, we got to acknowledge it. Like, there's something going on. Like, we can't see what just happened in Chicago. That is, like, hurts my heart. Like, what the hell is going on with us? Like, like, seriously, like, we got to acknowledge it. Like, we are in a crisis. If we can't talk about it after seeing what is happening like we, we're part of the problem we're condoning it we're complicit if we can't acknowledge it after seeing what is happening right now in chicago in la and it was brown people in la but still we're part of the problem and we complicit so hell yeah there's some truth in it you know it, there is Shout out to Aunt T. He says, love the hat, Sister George. Thank you. Um, this is my baby hat. He had, uh, I bought it for him. And then I was like, oh, so cute. You jacked it. I did. You know, <laughs> um, hoodie season is gone. So I can't jack no more hoodies uh, yet. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, if you can have standards without fighting, then couldn't the women have walked away from the white lady and still enforced her boundaries? Black Wizard, how many ways do we have to say this? Like, literally, I said <laughs> she could have walked away. I respect it. Like, regardless, if she chose to engage or disengage, I respect it. I didn't say, I didn't say that the lady deserved to be hit. I didn't say that, uh, you know, I wasn't, you know, promoting or condoning her hitting the lady. I said I respect her decision, whether she chose to engage or disengage. That's it. That's all. Yes, she could have standards without fighting. I've already I, I gave you examples of standards that she could have without fighting, like that we as a people can have without fighting. But also, I believe that it is important for us to stand on our square and not back down as it relates to our standards like i i don't know like y'all want me to be martin real bad that's not me and i'm not gonna apologize for that 
Shout out to Auntie. He says, I agree with C. Rose. I respect everyone's right to ruin their own life. <laughs> Listen, I mean, y'all playing, but like Black Wizard and Black Wizard said, why do you respect it? I respect it because it yeah, is. Yeah, that's a good question. I respect it because she, first of all, she has free will. And I'm one of those people that I understand all sides. So uh, like that is, a, it's a gift and a curse. The fact that I have the ability to be objective and can see both sides of an argument, it's always been a gift and a curse because people like y'all will be like, well, why, 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 why? She shouldn't have done that to that nice white lady. All she did was call her an N-word. That doesn't even mean she's racist. Just like I respect, you know, y'all right to, I respect, let me see, y'all right to um, defend her, to uphold her racist comments and say she didn't do anything wrong. I respect her right to feel like she did do something wrong and take action. Like that that was her right. I, I just feel like she has free will just like y'all do. I'm one of those people that like, I'm not going to jump all over you for your decision. Y'all make decisions and have commentary and opinions that I disagree with all the time. I may say my piece on it, but I'm not jumping all over you or trying to convince you or change your thought process or ideology because we don't agree. That's just who I am. I, I can respect that we don't agree. And I respect that she chose to do what she chose to do. Sis was like, I ain't taking it. Interesting. You don't got to respect it, Black Wizard. She might not have respected you turning the other cheek. Like, she might not have respected that, <laughs> to be completely honest. Like, I'm a different type of person. Like, I ain't even going to lie. I'm a different type of person. So you condoning Keisha? No, how do you make that leap? Because all these things are still going to be considered Keisha-like actions. There's not going to be a distinction. You ever heard the saying um, with Jay-Z, right? If you see two people fighting, you can't tell like the fool from who, who's who or some shit like that. Y'all know the same. Y'all know the damn saying. So what I'm saying is if you are fighting publicly and you're fighting out in the street, period, it's going to be seen as Keisha-like behavior. Doesn't matter where you came from, who you are, what you stand for. All of these things are going to be put under the same umbrella, which ultimately contributes to our image as black women. Yeah. Again, um, I'm concerned about us doing harmful things and devaluing one another. But I see things differently because I feel like you have the right to defend yourself in the way in which you see fit. She might have felt like defending herself. She felt like defending herself by becoming physical. She could have felt like defending herself by um, by calling the police, defending herself by cursing her out, and she still would have been a Keisha. She refrained from engaging in violence, but she decided to curse her out, so she was still a Keisha. I'm going to tell you something. I... Like, I don't believe, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me say minute, this, this real, quick. Me say real quick. I, I, I don't like docile people. Like, I don't like scary motherfuckers. I don't respect the way the birder mm, handled the, that lady who was, um, who, who screamed rape when he was taking pictures with his dog. 
I don't respect weakness. I don't like no weak ASS man. I don't like weakness, period. I ain't with subservient, shuffling Negroes. If that's what y'all with, that's fine. That is not me. No, I don't condone Keisha behavior, but I do condone people standing up for themselves. There's a difference. There's a difference. I ain't screaming at you. I'm talking to the chat. <laughs> they they popping they ish. If you but what I'm saying is, if we talking about representation, representation means a picture of what we mm-hmm. feel about a certain thing. This is what represents this. This is what this stands for. Then, if you're saying that, um, if the lady had called the police, she would have still been seen as a Keisha. Who she would have been seen as a Keisha by? Who she was seen as would was seen as would have been seen as a Keisha for getting physical by? Who she's gonna be seen as a Keisha for getting physical by the uh by black people in general. She's gonna be seen as a Keisha by black people, more so white people, more so other races of people mm-hmm. versus how we look at ourselves. But it comes down to how we how we view ourselves, and then if if it doesn't matter how other people view us then we don't care about what somebody may represent but the factor of the matter is we are a violent fucking group we like to fight we like to throw hands and so if we're throwing hands should we really be concerned about a reputation because that's what we do i don't even believe that we a violent group like that like most people probably ain't even never had a fight like really and truly like that that be gassing it you know what i mean like 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 even if you look at the percentage i'll say that i'm a violent person I'm i'm trying to think have i ever gotten it i've been in fights probably twice in my life. And you know what? They were fights that my friends was in. So it's really me being involved in some stuff that had nothing to do with me. But I'm not a violent person by nature. <clears throat> but I will say this. <clears throat> uh, the same people who would have thought that she was violent because she got physical were going to think that she was violent because... She, l- let me tell you something. <clears throat> when a Black woman goes off the deep end and runs her mouth, and like especially for those type of words being exchanged she was going to be seen as violent either way. And I personally think that there is a difference in defending yourself and standing up for yourself. And yes, if she kicked somebody in the head, she took it too far. I've already said that. I don't view things as black and white. Y'all really feel like it's only one way for things to be. That's not how I view things. There are things that can go be outside of the box. There are things that don't fit into the box. I don't view things as black and white that fit into this neat little box. That's not how life works. But I do believe that a person can defend themselves and and not be a Keisha. That's why I I look, I I try to look at the full context of things. That's why, and my husband is very good about this. When I see a clip of something, he's like, no, 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 no. I I don't even want to know, find where that clip came from, find the full context before we even discuss it. And, and, and I learned that from him, like, you know, years ago, like I need the full context before I conclude anything because 
snippets don't tell you the full picture. So for me, that is very important. But like, I don't like everything doesn't fit into a neat little box. I feel like a person can defend themselves and not be engaging in Keisha like behavior. Does that mean that people from the outside won't see a snippet and say that's Keisha like behavior? Yes, people will see that and say it's Keisha like behavior because we already have an image of engaging in Keisha like behavior. And there's nothing we'll be able to do about that. So we just going to be seen as Keisha's for Keisha by Keisha. We've already said ain't nothing going to be done about it. We ain't going to ever unify. Not in my lifetime. I know I won't see it. No, I, I, like I said, I think there are going, there have been too many instances where black people aren't necessarily pro black and will use other races of people's words in thought processes against us. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there's an, that's the image that we're ever going to be able to shake. Um, because yeah. every time, and even if it comes down to us defending ourselves, if it's in a bad light, quote unquote, that contributes to our imagery and nobody's going to take the time out. Like you say, you and your husband go and investigate to really <coughs> see what happened. We see these yeah. damn clips and we run and we take off running with that I've shit. done it too. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm saying that's just what it is. I don't think yeah. people are going to take time to say, well, she was defending herself because of this, um, or she was doing da-da-da because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, just like with the lady stumping the, la- um, the white girl out. Yeah. But the and other it's thing- interesting, let me just say this real quick, real mm-hmm. quick. The fact that you didn't even see that and then think about how we both viewed that video. Think about how we both yeah. both viewed that video and then how we expect others to kind of break break everything down to give us a fair shot to want to hear the full story. Yeah. I saw a a shorter clip on TikTok just as I was scrolling and I assume what you were playing was the same clip so I didn't engage with it fully but it wasn't even the one with all the coins and all that so I I know it was a different clip but um, I will say like even like you know even Martin Luther King said that he feared that he led his people into a burning building. He felt that, you know, his nonviolent approach was the wrong approach, letting people get beat on and spat on and all that type of stuff. Let me tell you something. I ain't ever going to be a proponent for watching my people get spit on, spat on, beat, cursed out, degraded, berated, like that's not who I am. That's, that's weak sauce and I ain't with it. Like that's not who I I like concrete. That's not me. Um, so I respect a person's right to respond, um, in a, in a way even differently than I would respond. I do think that there's, that there is a certain thing is going too far. Yes. I do believe that, damn, you went too far. Ooh, that's not, that's not cool. Um, and I may not have handled it like that, but I, I respect people's way. Uh, I respect people's right to deal with things differently than I would because the birder dealt with things differently than I would. And 
I felt like that was weak as hell, not because of strictly because of the reason way in which he helped um, handled it, but because it was not just about him and for his refusal to continue to comply um, with the um, with the, the the AG, the the DA. Um, not the AG, the DA, um, they were literally, you know, passing a law regarding um, what she did to him. So literally this was, this, this became bigger than him. This was for, you know, um, black people in the state that, you know, might encounter something similar, like a, another Karen that was calling the police nuisance calls that could potentially end their life. So for him to be so selfish as to, because he felt bad that she was being harassed, not continue to comply with them, that was some whack BS to me. Yeah. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, you're conflating respecting her free will and, with respecting her decision to fight someone. I'm asking if you respect that she fought her, what was respectable about it to you? Wait, <coughs> excuse me. You're conflating respecting her free will with respecting her decision to fight someone. I'm asking if you respect that she fought her, what was respectable about it to her. I respect her free will. I respect her right. That's what her, that's what I've been saying the entire time, that I respect her right to engage or disengage. That's what I respect. I didn't say I respect that she fought her. I didn't say I respect that she gave her a beat down. I said I respect her right to engage or disengage. That is respecting her free will. <coughs> I don't know that Black Wizard, like you're trying to get me to say something that I, I feel like you're trying to pigeonhole me and get me to say that I'm glad she beat the woman up or I'm like, like that I'm happy she beat her up or I respect the fact that she gave her an ass whooping. That's not what I'm saying. I said, I respect her right to engage or disengage. And, I, and I've said, I respect people's right to handle things differently than I do or to handle things like I would. Like, that's what I'm respecting, her right. So I'm respecting her free will, not the fact that she gave the woman a beat down. Like, he I'm said that's not the same as respecting her behavior. Who? What? what I'm Black he said that's not the same as respecting her behavior. Who said that I said I didn't I said I respect her her right to engage or disengage. What what are you asking? I think it's that you're saying that you respect the right to engage or disengage because it it's it's um like you're putting it in a um it, it cuz it like if I say I respect your right to do something, then I guess the better question is do you respect the behavior that she engaged in <clears throat> um <clears throat> do i respect her the behavior that she was engaging in i wouldn't say that i respect the behavior that she engaged in um let me see how could i say this like how do i view her uh, fighting somebody that called her an N-word. Um, I, I don't know how to just, I don't know how to respond to that. I wouldn't say that I respect her behavior that she engaged in. I would say 
I I don't even know how to articulate it, like how I feel about it. Like I am more, um, I'm not like, yay, she got her. Like she got, she whooped her. Like, that's not what I'm feeling. It's more like, you got your ass whipped. You you said something that was uh, fighting words, that was hate speech towards somebody and that resulted in you. I'm kind of like, you you cashed a check you you wrote a check that you couldn't cash that's kind of my feelings towards it um but i felt like stumping her is going too far like that's kind of I, I don't know how to put articulate it and put it into words but i feel what like prior to you saying let's say you let's say the stomp didn't happen and they still whooped the beat the brakes off her ass yeah. That's what I would feel like. You wrote a check that your butt couldn't cash. That's exactly how so I feel. Are you that's, that's the best so are you way for me to articulate it. Huh? Are you indifferent about it? No. That's how I feel about it. That's the best way for me to articulate it. So like, then it sounds like you condone it. The behavior. It's not that I condone it. It's like more like a, does it? Does it? Let me ask you this real quick. Mm -hmm. Does it feel funny to say that you condone it because it's no. a violent act against another person? No. Because I condone certain violence against other people. Okay. I so do. What's the, so uh, I'm not going to ask you to kind of get down because there are certain instances. I condone, I condone unaliving somebody that um, is trying to harm a child. There's unaliving somebody that is trying to break into your house to cause harm to your family. I condone it. Okay. Uh, condone is to accept and allow. So that's that's what condone is. <clears throat> to approve or sanction. So, yeah, I don't think that condone is the proper word. Okay. I'll find a word for you before we end, since, since you want me to be more descriptive and narrow it down to one word. No, no um, I'm going off with what the audience is asking, Concrete. Yeah. Um, well, you asked me before if I condoned it. So, um, yeah, girl. And you said yeah. that... I don't know. What did you say in response to that? Because I feel like you danced all over that question. If you can, I said that. that I respect it. That's what I said. And you said, "Well, do you condone it?" I said, "No." I said, "I respect her right to um, regard or you know to engage or disengage." That's what I said. Okay, baby, you should have been a lawyer. <laughs> I feel like y'all want me to say something. Like y'all are like. You can't handle the truth. It's, it's, That's it's, how you feel. It's, it's kind of like wild to me. Like y'all like, no, like y'all are insisting that I feel a way different than I'm describing and articulating. And I'm like, I'm trying to find other ways to articulate how I feel other than I've already articulated. And it's kind of weird to me. Like, I don't know where to go. So I'm literally having to try to search my brain and like, to think like how else can i explain this because it's a difficult question and then if you are pro your people and you know what we've been through and you have somebody <laughs> that's bold enough to be that disrespectful it's it's fucked up and so then when it comes down to it um 
and you see something like this happen, you like, well, she, you know, I, I respect it. So, in certain instances, like, let it be like, okay, if she would have said that and swung, I would have, but like, she's a little bit older. She is two people, like, but I do feel like, like, if, even if she would have said that and it would have been a slap in retaliation, like, won't do that again, you know, it, it might have been a little bit excessive. But I feel like respect it is pretty, like, that's fair because when I look up the second definition of respect, it's due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. That is the per that is exactly how I feel about it. Like, I, that is, I, you know, I kept saying, and I've said it. 10 times, 10, if I haven't said it 10 times, I've said it 20. I respect their right to choose and respecting it means due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. There is, that is exactly how I feel about it. Like there is no better way to describe my thoughts and my feelings on the matter. That's it. But like, you know, they're requesting something else and I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is a really no. I wouldn't join in JTC. I'm not that type of person. Like I'm a lover, not a fighter. I actually think this is a really good conversation. I think so too. I think it was. Um, shout out to the active activists. Where you been? It's like I've seen you, but I don't feel like we've seen you. <laughs> he um, said something earlier. He said, should she have put hands on the woman at all? You respect it, but do you agree? What if being passive is the only way to not be seen as a Keisha? That's a good ass question. And I'm going to say, I see myself as a Keisha first and I don't care, but go ahead. Concrete. Okay. Should she have put hands on the woman at all? Um, I respect her right. She chose to put hands on the woman. So the thing is, I can't be the judge of if she should have. Like, if you were asking me if it was me, again, I don't know if I were in that situation, but I'm not going to tell you that I 100% wouldn't because I don't know that. She might get the shit. You know, it. I don't know. It's so many things that have to be factored in. Like, I don't know. And I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm not gonna be concerned about a Keisha image. Like, I, I, I take disrespect of my culture, my people very seriously. If it's something that I'm willing to protest for, go to jail for, fight for, fight to the ends of earth, a hill that I'm willing to die on, it is my blackness like in every facet am i going to be out fighting other black people devaluing other black people be this be that at a gas station turning over cars hitting cars with black babies in it in a school with a mini skirt on fighting black babies fighting black children because they're trying to snatch their cell phone out my hand hell to the no no i will not but the hill that i will die on is the hill regarding my blackness every time so the second part of your question, you respect it, but do you agree? Um, like I said, I don't know if I can say I agree. Um, let me see, do I agree? I feel like, I don't know if I could say that I agree. Uh, uh, 
I, I, no, I can't say that I agree because like, I won't say that I agree. No, I would not say that I agree. I simply respect her decision to engage physically. Um, but I won't say that I agree because I don't know that how I would handle it. If I were in her shoes, I might be like this old lady and Kurt just simply curse her out. I might be like, you know what? I might have seen that she had a, a realtor sign on the back of her car and been like, you know what? I, I know how to get you. I can beat you up better or have a better outcome by simply attacking you online. So I, I no, I will not say that I agree. What if being passive is the only way to not be seen as a Keisha? I'll choose to be seen as a Keisha. I'm not going to be passive. Like, that's not an option for me. I absolutely, let me tell you something. I listen to slave narratives because they're interesting to me. Narratives from the mouths of slaves and their passivity drives me insane. But I understand that they're conditioned. I understand that they um there are they're in a different mental state i understand that they were in captivity born in captivity and the mental hold on those people is something i will never know and understand but it drives me insane <clears throat> so no i'm not choosing to be passive it's just not an option for me so you wouldn't penalize those women who um contributed to the issue of of, of akisha being that they were in defense of their blackness. Wait, I don't understand the question. I'm saying, so would you, I forgot how I worded it at first. You said you wouldn't penalize those yeah, women. Yeah, like those women, would you penalize them for contributing to the Keisha representation for how they defended themselves against that woman or how they, whatever, with that woman, with the white woman? Probably not. Okay. And that's a judgment call. But I wouldn't be mad at somebody who did because I feel like stumping her was unnecessary. So I would understand if a person did and said they were not F that they were engaging in Keisha behavior. Um, had the stump not been a uh, part of it, I probably would argue with somebody about it. Um, but I respect the fact that somebody may be like, hell no, nah, that lady ain't deserved that and, and say that that was Keisha behavior. And I, I respect it. Okay. Okay. Well, darling, we're almost at the three hour mark child. I do got a question for you though. One more, one more, one more. One last one. It's a quick one. Okay. Uh, we got to go back a little bit. So you see a video of Neff. And he is a video from school and a teacher assaulted him in the way in which that teacher assaulted that little girl. What's your response? So you saying it would be the same situation? Yeah, same exact situation. Yeah. Um, Female I, teacher. I don't want you to ever think that I'm going to be logical when it comes to my kids. You can call me a hypocrite. You can call me all kinds of shit. Um, because yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be logical as it pertains to my child. Now that being said, the, it, because it would be like, they're both in the wrong, but if she banged his head against the floor or some shit like that, she would, um, she could expect to have a well-whipped ass as well. 
but he would also be disciplined because right. he should know better. But I'm not going to use logic and say that somebody can um, physically beat the brakes off my child and <clears throat> nothing is going to happen to them. But, 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 but. Um, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm going to be logical in that. I'm not logical in that. That's my right. child. And so, yeah, that's my child. But at the same time, you know, I think prevention is key. And my child yeah. probably would never be in a situation like that to where that would right. happen. So, yeah. I agree. And I would handle things pretty much the same. I mean, let me say something. We are on the same page. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. This um, Black Wizard. Was, I'm not Go about ahead. to fool with him. <clears throat> he says he, earlier. Oh, okay, you're about to read it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I can read it. He says earlier, I said, if you antagonize someone and you get got, you get got. But I don't condone violence over words. Your response was you respect her right to engage. As you can see, I did too, but you implied it was too passive for you. Why? <clears throat> um, not. I didn't see your response. I, I don't remember Black, Black Wizard you responding saying that um, you respect her right to engage. Um, but um, so I wasn't saying that. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't remember you saying that. If you said that, that's of course not too passive for me because I feel the exact same way. <laughs> I'm saying for those who um, feel that. A person should be able to disrespect you, especially in that regard, because I am very, I have very strong opinions about that type of disrespect. Um, I used to be called the N-word all the time going to school, uh, junior high school. I used to have to walk to junior high school. And whenever I would be walking up the hill, the um, school bus would be coming down the hill with kids going to another school and they would yell out the window, n-word and all of it was me and it was three of us we would chase after the bus and um i absolutely hated those kids and like i remember like vowing like if i can get my hands on one of them what i was gonna do to them and i was like new to this town so that was a very foreign thing to me um in addition i remember my brother um when he they started to um integrate the schools and integrate meaning the kids from downtown was being bused into the school uptown. It was only two high schools. And when they did that, um, a bunch of kids protested, football players mainly, <clears throat> protested with white shirts on and like calling my brother um, all kind of N-words and stuff like that. And that is just very triggering to me. I remember like going up to the school with my brother, like when this was happening, the news was there and everything and feeling so helpless. And I absolutely hate that feeling. And I just absolutely remember the looks on their nasty pimple faces. And they were just, it was disgusting. And it's just not something that I play with. I don't tolerate it. It's not something I would take lightly. And for people who do take it lightly, I just consider it to be too passive. Um, I didn't, not a, recall reading your response to it if that was your response it's the same as mine i don't think it's too passive i'm gonna you know i responded in kind so um yeah that's my response and thank you so much for your support black wizard i i didn't i don't remember black wizard i'm reading a million different things so if i said that earlier it was 
it was because I don't recall you saying that. If I read it and you said exactly, I respect her right to engage, just like you're saying here, I do not recall that. Um, if I overlooked it and just started running my mouth, you you know, I get, I'm a hothead. So that's possible. And I spoke in error and out of turn, if that's the case, and I apologize. Okay. <laughs> I'm hungry. I got to go. Yeah, me too. And I got to go to work. Yeah. You said it's Martin Luther King behavior and you find it weak and reprehensible. Um, I don't recall saying that about that specific comment, um, Black Wizard. That's what I'm saying. So if I did and you said what you say, what you're saying here, I do apologize. Um, I do think to take that word lightly and to feel like no consequences should follow is weak and reprehensible though. Um, not to say that's how you feel for those who feel like that and who feel like they should just look past it. I do think it's weak and reprehensible. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Black Wizard, really? See, you, I didn't see that, brother. You know I get hype and in my feelings, especially when y'all be uh, on me in the comments. I did not see that. Wow. Okay. I apologize. Okay. Danny is hungry. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten anything. Y'all know the one thing I submit to is a plate. So I got to get off of here and submit. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Kevin C for the super sticker. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, we got to go submit to these place, child. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We got something else coming. We got more to come. So you guys stay tuned. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Um, even though we're big meanies and we are bullies and we're Keisha's and we can, I condone violence. I still love y'all. So, yeah. I don't condone violence. <laughs> she don't. Only on, um, kids that run up. <laughs> Run up on me, run up and get done of it. That's why that teacher was like, oh, I don't, know what don't do that. Don't, don't Yo, promote violence against the babies. It was like, get your daughter up of me. That little girl gonna be scarred for life. Well, I bet you she won't run up again. <laughs> nah, she coming back with no, I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> Baby, she ain't don't do her. Listen, don't do little you know, uh, don't do little you know, they said if they if if they catch a cold, we catch the flu. So <laughs> you ain't lying, but not in that one, because 96 percent of those happened from them. You know what? I can't stand y'all. I'm not racist, baby. Y'all don't know how many mixed nieces and nephews I got. <laughs> JTC, listen. Y'all some a-holes. I can't. Yeah, I really I, like. I I'm not a cool person. Some shit. I, I don't believe in hurting babies. I don't hurt babies. I don't believe in it. Anyways, uh, we appreciate y'all. Thank um, you. Shout out to everybody that came through. Shout out to y'all who super chatted us because we needed the money. Thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thank you to Kick Clouds for the cash app. 
Absolutely. Um, shout out to y'all who came through and kicked it with us today. Cause honey, it is some fucking content going on around these YouTube streets. But y'all mm -hmm. came over here and held an intelligent conversation with us as opposed to engaging in the fuckery, which I am excited to do myself. But um, a very special shout out to y'all for coming to rock with us tonight. Um, we do have some more things coming down the pipeline. Y'all already know how yep. we going to do. But um, yeah, thank y'all. I appreciate feel sad because we leaving, but not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, y'all know it's gonna be some fuckery coming down the line. So, child, listen, I can't, I couldn't write a better story myself. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, oh, oh! Y'all welcome us to the Call in 4K Club. We have finally reached four thousand. Finally, the hell! Finally reached four thousand subscribers, which I think everybody was like, it we had to go. Years. I felt like we were selling our mixtape on the corner and concrete can't rap. And so it was hard. To <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't twerking hard enough. You was doing that male king twerk. <laughs> That's how she was twerking this shit. Baby, I'm a ghostwriter. I ain't a rapper. I can write. Listen, so, hmm. um, yeah, y'all, it, it was, uh, we made it to 4K. So a big, big shout yes. out to our audience and all of that good stuff. Okay. And we must have hit it at the same time. Probably. You gonna hit it again? Oh, see, I was waiting on you to hit it again. I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> your ass down. Go ahead. Shout out to Kevin C again. He says it's okay to defend and protect yourself from immediate harm. Meet violence with violence. Sometimes it's necessary. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. But we have to be careful when we tell concrete these things. I'm not a violent person. I'm a lover. I'm so loving and kind, baby. Listen. Y'all don't know. Y'all know I'm we the good know. cop. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> we appreciate y'all. Oh, thank you, uh, me, business. business. <laughs> I can't even pronounce that. My, it's my business. That's what it oh. is. My business. See, Thank I have to be business. able to read these young kids like slang. Uh, uh, okay. You know, yeah. My business. My business. <clears throat> I heard that, but um, yeah. Shout out to y'all. Um, we definitely, definitely appreciate y'all. Um, yeah. Uh, I ain't got nothing. I'll see y'all on the yeah, next. Yeah, me either. We'll see y'all on Sunday. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Don't play. Heffa. All right, y'all. Bye. Peace. And D Mac, my hat cute as shit. <laughs>